Welcome to Fly Cool Shit. Fly Cool Shit. A podcast about flying cool shit. Join us weekly where we talk about aerobatics, warbirds, tailwheel flying, unique aircraft, and much, much more. Let's start the show. You're cleared into the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. What up, Jeffrey Pecheselli? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying, and I'm I'm just awkward as fuck. I mean, read, read from the list, dude. So, <clears throat> in case anybody didn't listen, I downloaded a list of how to what to say when somebody says on a podcast, "Hey, what's up? What are you doing?" Because I get so awkward. And the last two, I was doing, you know, like living a dream, just like a total idiot. So, literally googled it. And clicked on the first link. The number one, I'm not making this up. The number one response is, is somebody says, what's up, is a movie about an old guy who makes his house fly away and kidnaps an Asian kid. That's number one. I swear to God. I swear to my kids. Jesus Christ. Number two, number two is my blood pressure. Go down, <laughs> to, go down to the list here. This was made by my exa- Oh, yeah. Number 10 is stiff dicks and airplanes, but lately just airplanes. Okay. All right. Uh, right. 16. If I told you, would you sit on it? That's a little inappropriate. I get it. Jesus. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm not even on like Pornhub or anything. It's, it's, uh, not today. Yeah. Not today. Well, not right now. Or not right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's thoughtcatalog.com. But, and then 18, how much time do you have? That's kind of a stupid response. And 30 is, is what I usually say. I'll be like, what's up? Like the Bud Light commercials. What's up? Yeah. I miss those commercials. I do too. But, uh, so like, let me try it on you. Like, Hey, Hey Mark, what's up? Uh, what was the one? Uh, if I told you, would you sit on it? (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, we should ask our guests. We got uh, Sammy Mason with us. I'm so excited. What's up, dude? What's up? (laughs) What's going on guys? See, he's, he's a natural. Like, he's like, what the fuck did I come into? <laughs> is that like your like go-to when somebody's like, hey, what's up, man? Are you like, no, nah, man, what's up? Nothing. Is that, that's like the California dream type of thing, right? I, I guess so. Yeah. That's pretty I much a natural. I didn't, I didn't Google it at first, so I'm just <laughs> shooting from the hip. Well, here's what's funny is what's up is typically not a question. At least I don't ever hear it as a question. You know, when somebody's like, Hey, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, I, I feel yeah. like, I don't know, Sammy, you feel like that in California? That's pretty much, you know, you just say what's up back? Yeah, absolutely. Unless, yeah. unless you're in the bad part of town or something, then you yeah. kind of run the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they look at you funny, you kind of run. Yeah, yeah. You what's gotta, up, homie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> under day, under day. <laughs> yeah, if somebody's like, what's up? And you're like, oh, man. So I went to the store and you're just like, what the fuck, man? This was not a question. Exactly. Dude, that happened to me. A little side story. So I'm driving in, driving home with my buddy and we have like this gate thingy and, you know, I pull up, I didn't, I got into a car accident. So I um, didn't have like my scan thing where you pull up and a stupid thing you lifts up. So anyway, so the guards there and I'm trying to be nice. It's right before Thanksgiving. And like, I have this ongoing joke where with my buddy to like, just wish everybody I can see a happy Thanksgiving. It's hysterical as you could tell. And um, so the guard guy opens up the door and he's like, 
So I'm like, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're having a great day. He goes, and I, I'm not, again, I'm not making this up. He goes, actually, I'm not. My wife's in the hospital. She's about to die. She's on, she's on, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's terrible. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's on, this is good. This she's is good. on a, she's on a, what do you call that? Like a, you know, when they got the machine going or whatever. Oh, um, uh, she's on, yeah, yeah. they're about to like, yeah. And he's like, we don't know if we need to pull the plug. And like the guy went on and I felt really bad. Honestly, I did. But it was like that awkward, like what you're saying, like when somebody's like that one time where somebody's like, well, let me tell you a little about what's going on. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're just say, hey, just a say simple, hey like not much would have been <laughs> perfect. And then you just move the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, I think I I'll remember that for the rest of my life. I would. That's awesome. That's a great. That's a good story, too. Like, I'm going to tell you about this one time. Somebody I said, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, Mr. Mason. So, yeah. Samuel, I'm yeah. dude. I'm, I'm first of all, I gotta tell you, I'm a huge fan. I'm super excited that you're on. So, thank you for coming and joining on the podcast. Um, yeah. thanks for having Mark's me. Mark's lying, he, he's an incredible fan of yours. He talks about you every day to me. <laughs> Maybe I'm not excited. Every, only the days that end in Y, only the days yeah. that end in Y. <laughs> yeah, no, I really am. I'm, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I'm, I have no shame, no shame in the game. I'm a super huge fan of your flying and, and a super huge fan of you. So, I'm super excited to ask you a bunch of fucking questions and uh, you got your beer ready. I got my wine ready. Jeff's drinking a freaking, I don't even know, like a Mike's hard lemonade or whatever they do out <laughs> in the East coast. No, truly's. <laughs> <laughs> truly. Oh, I love uh, it. Yeah, dude. So what's, so what's, um, gosh, I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. Are you um, like flooding out? You sound so anxious and you sound so, you really sound excited to talk to Sammy. I love it. I'm it's super like, excited. You're talking to the hot chick at high school. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Sammy's the man, dude. You know, he is. ever since I saw his, it, it, so I'll tell everybody, Sammy is, it's, fr he's frustratingly talented. It's frustrating. What does the that video, mean? The video of him landing the pits backwards made me so mad. Made like a lot of looking mad. backwards. Dude, <laughs> that video is so sick. But just like, I don't know, Jeff, did you ever see that video? I saw it. I'm not going to lie. I saw it on uh, Aerobatic Pilots, right? Or something Probably. like that. Yeah. And that's like one of those moments where like, it's kind of like when you go to a contest, I guess, or you go to something and somebody's just freaking like, just in incredibly talented. And you're like, I don't even want to compete. I'm going home. Like I give up. Just pack it I up. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. You no, know? it's, but, it's uh, so frustrating. That video is like, a, it was like 50, 50 love slash hate. So I'm glad you guys liked did you, it. Did you so? get any hate? Oh, like, what you, were some you, of the hate mail you got? Are you kidding? So much. Uh, oh, my gosh. I can't wait to hear this. Did, did anybody, like, come off like Iceman? Like, you're dangerous. Oh, are you kidding me? That's that's That video is why I didn't fly Oshkosh 2017. Are you serious? Stop. I'm serious. No way. Really? Yeah. Yep. I, uh, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, I grew up flying Cubs and Sermons and stuff with my dad, and that was something that he taught me early on for, like, a, you know, when you land – feel a little crooked you feel it in your butt before you see it and you just automatically put your feet in and you fix it yeah and and for me it was it was a safety factor my dad taught me to do it and he's like if, if you know you're flying the pits and you know there's oil on the windscreen smoke fire whatever you can't see out the front you should you know it's it's not not something everybody has to do but it definitely helps to practice that, especially you know with the safety pilot at first and so i kind of grew up doing that and i didn't think it was a big deal i thought it was kind of funny 
and like a good training exercise and I posted it and then yeah I was like oh it's so reckless and careless and you know how how could you see what's in front of you I'm like well you can't see what's in front of you anyway in a pit so yeah yeah <laughs> Too but, yeah in a pit does nothing yeah. yeah that was actually the safest landing I had done all all year probably because I had one of my buddies on a handheld just in case somebody taxi across the runway or something in front of me and uh but you can yeah. you can always look forward <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could in a, in a pinch, you could twist your head, like if if you're like, oh shit, I better, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, He's, your head's but, not stuck. But that got back to to EAA and and they weren't happy with with the video and and uh, anyway, the rest is history. Wasn't really? there a guy you're who flew it out? Right now. Yeah, me too. Because there's guy, there was an airshow performer. I'm really bad with names, but he was he'd do like a pass in his chipmunk, and then he would it was Arch Troll, right? And he's, sure. he just, he would stand on a seat. Yeah, he would. Like, st- waving no, at the crowd. <laughs> yeah, stand, stand outside. Yeah, the air, yeah, the no. air industry has definitely changed, uh, probably for the better. <laughs> but uh, Well, not, yeah, it's, not it's really. Changed. I mean, it's still kind of got some, like, I mean. <clears throat> it's probably I think better it's, and I think, worse. Yeah, I think it's, I think there's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, the Yak 110 is something I definitely want to see in person that thing is just like a frankenstein awesome whatever you want to call it looks like just incredible in person i guess you know i've only seen it in person at uh where was i i think it was huntington beach air show 2018 or so okay it was awesome yeah i mean jeff jeff bourbon on his own is a freaking amazing aviator so to see him incredible to see him fly you know the sc at a contest a couple of years before, and then he's flying this completely different, you know, haggard together. It's not haggard together, but from the ground, it looks like it's just this monster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And to see what he can do with that is, is amazing. Sammy, that is cool. are there any pla- planes out there that like the Yak 110 or what? Like, what's your. <clears throat> GB. GB? I know where you're going to GB. Hands okay. that I love it. Yeah. I love it. That thing is just badass. I got to see the uh, Delmar Benjamin fly it in 99 live. Wow, and it was that's just, cool. That guy was, was just incredible. Was five. Yeah. Well, you know. You're, <laughs> and that concludes the podcast tonight. Thanks for everybody coming in. <laughs> I'm gonna go hang awesome. myself. <laughs> I can't wait to get into the the air show side of the of like. Would you Would you want to like? Do you when you look at an airplane? Do you are just like I want to fly it. Or do you do you kind of gravitate towards the I want to perform in it in one way or another, whether it's compete, uh, race, or do air shows in it? Like, do you do you kind of go through that whole motion, uh, or is it just like I just want to fly it? Well, I guess just want to fly it comes first, and then if I like it, go from there. But uh, I mean, same. I, I remember seeing Delmar fly when I was a little kid, and actually he was coming in to Sample Airport. Because Point McGew Air Show was going on the week, that weekend, and it was fogged in. So he lands, he comes in here. I have a picture of me and my dad's shoulders uh, sitting, in, or my dad standing in front of the GBM on his shoulders here at the airport. And probably, it was probably early 2000s, maybe like. Wait, he landed the GB at Santa Paula? Yeah, 2,700 feet. Are you that's, kidding me? That's gnarly. No. And he came in, and my dad said he pulled off midfield, came in the GB, landed, pulled off midfield, went to the fuel pit. Oh my God. Yeah, Jesus, that's that's badass. As that's incredible. So kind of watching him him fly, you know, YouTube videos now and and hearing about it back then, and just the GB itself being such an amazing airplane. I think yeah. if I was gonna fly air shows, and I could pick any airplane right now, 
uh, I'd still probably pick the Edge, but the GB would be a close second. Yeah, yeah. I can see did that. It, any like? Did your pops ever tell you anything he said about the GB? Is it is it really that difficult to fly? I mean, it, it looks pretty um, pretty difficult to say the least. But is there anything that Delmar said that you kind of remembered? No, I my dad didn't tell me anything. I don't, I don't know if they talked much about it. But from what I've read, there's some pretty weird characteristics with the with the GB. Weirdest yeah. thing I read is like under 100 miles an hour, the ailerons are reversed. Like if you give a left aileron, it'll roll right. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's true or not. Aerodynamically, that doesn't make sense to me. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa- apparently that's a thing. Yeah, I wonder so why you, that you, would be. I wonder yeah. what. So you want to go ahead? Principle that would be. You want to go edge, huh? Edge yeah. is the uh, edge is life. I mean, it's, uh, I flew uh, Marks back in 2016 at Nationals. That was a whole nother story. I had a pretty shitty day at Nationals. Engine we, one start. I want to talk about that, by the we way, were gonna, because yeah, you were that's, fucking that's the, whooping um, ass. Yeah, that's on the list to talk about, so let's 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 talk about it. You want to just go into it? Let's fuck yeah. it, all right? Yeah. Sure. So, Nationals, you show up, and everybody in the advanced categories, assholes, just tighten up. <laughs> and 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 that was at Sherman. I never I never flew nationals at Sherman, uh, but I heard it was a blast. Like that, there I heard there's a lot of like uh, tailgate parties and like just a lot of hanging out. Um, oh, it was a blast. Anything? Yeah, most people stayed in in trailers and uh, you know camper trailers on the airport, and just once the sun went down, there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of hanging out. Put it that way. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So. So you flew the first flight. I don't remember exactly what places everybody came in, but I mean, you were flying the, the pits S, your pits S one, right? Yeah, uh, I was flying my S one S. It was, I think that was my third year at nationals. I flown in thirteen to get to get on the team, and I think I came back in fourteen. Actually, I don't know. Maybe maybe I went from straight to sixteen. Somebody should Google it. I don't know, but but I, uh, <laughs> I love it. It was love it was it. it was sixteen, and uh, yeah, it was a great it was a great known for the pits. I was actually practicing quite a bit. I had some sponsor money going into it, and it was, in my opinion, it was like my year. I was best I've been in the pits to date, and I think I was top. I think I was like maybe third or fourth in the known, and then I won the free. And I was going into the unknown in first, I believe, and my airplane wouldn't start. And what sucked about the whole thing is I was last to fly the known and like second to last to fly the free. And then I was, oh, no, no, I was first, got that backwards. I was first to fly the known and like third to fly the free. And then I was 22nd to fly the unknown. So I had all day sitting there watching everybody fly and I could have been working on my airplane because what happened was the internal mag timing had advanced and there's no way to know obviously. And I went to start it and it wouldn't start, it wouldn't start and uh, ended up running my battery dead trying to start the pits. And then oh uh, God. I'm sitting there, I'm the last guy to fly, battery's dead and I'm, man, what is, is uh, Armstrong. Uh, Used to fly an S1C, kicked ass and unlimited in an S1C, flying a cap now. Yeah. Um, what's his first name? Robert? Uh, Robert. Robert. Yeah, Robert, Rob Armstrong. He was there and he came over and he started hand propping me 
And to that guy's credit, he propped me for probably 15 minutes until he, I think he threw his back out at the end, propping me. But <laughs> oh my he was propping me. T- people were taking turns. Like everybody's rallying together. And the judges oh are sitting there like, God. hey, how long, like, how long are we going to wait you know, to see if you're able to get this thing going? And I ended up having to uh, just claim mechanical. And what pisses me off to this day is I never, if, you, if I would have mechanical in the known or the free, you could fly it the next day. Right. No problem. But since it was, and I still haven't really fully been explained why this happened, but since it was the unknown and there was no other advanced flights, then, and some of the judges on the line were going home the next day or this and that, and they wouldn't put a judge's line together for me to fly the next day. And that always kind of irked me, I guess. But yeah, that's, uh, uh, you think I they would cry have right now. That, yeah. You think they would have in that situation. I mean, especially it's an extenuating circumstance. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I had. Yeah. I had the, uh, we had the, the mag off my airplane. Um, a lot of people came together and, and helped get the mag off, um, got on the bench, got it retimed, got it back on the airplane. And I think it was under three hours and it was, by the end of the day it was running, but that was it. Yeah, it was dark. Yeah. Wow. Oh, fuck. And AJ oh, yeah, was yeah. there with his SC, and uh, I was on his insurance still. I hadn't flown it that much, but he had already topped yeah. it off with, with fuel. The wing tanks were, were topped with fuel because he had flown earlier in the day, I think in advanced or intermediate, and was getting ready to go home. So he's all topped off, ready to go. And looking back on it, if, if he wasn't, if I would have known, how could you know? But, you know, I could have hopped in his airplane and flown it but yeah and aj is so generous too he's like he's like a santa claus he's the man totally i love aj yeah yeah he's another nah, santa he's... paula guy mm-hmm. when did you first meet aj oh man uh <laughs> i've known aj since he started flying his great lakes in primary and this is probably seven years or no 10 years ago now i can't picture aj in a great lakes is like oil and vinegar that does not mix well at all <laughs> the, i don't know if anybody out there this google aj wilder he's just like this big and he's from new york he's like this like how would you describe him he's like six foot i guess and he's just like mean looking he's you know he's kind of built he's, yeah you know he's and like a great lakes is like such a gentle little vibe <laughs> yeah we didn't really know who aj was he didn't have a hangar at the airport here he just had his great lakes and and uh, was flying with the flight instructor here. Started flying, getting the contest scene. Didn't have really good coaching. Didn't do very well for a while. Um, but ended up, I, th- I think he did place in the Great Lakes and Sportsman and then ended up getting the STC after that. And I did a lot of ferry work for him in the STC. And uh, then he got the SC. But he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a wild man for sure. That's I mean, AJ Wildman, wilder. So... <laughs> he's the man he flies so much he flies in, it's like, he seems he's like every day right yeah like every day he's flying well he's out here probably a week on takes a couple days off goes back to flying for a week he has rob out here uh he's he's probably been keeping rob afloat just almost by himself through the whole covid shutdowns and he's out here so yeah, much He's been training a lot, and he's, I don't know if you've seen him fly lately, but he's really, like, totally, like, different style, and I like it. I like it a lot, actually. He's yeah, flying he's really doing, well. He's doing good. 
So do do you miss competition at all? I mean, if that were if I was in your shoes at that nationals, I would just be like, uh, so so many uh, emotions. But it's it's kind of tough, you know, because you had a. I don't I don't like when people are like, oh, I would you know that whole thing. I would have won, but you know, I think people would have put money on you to win that uh, the position you were in and how you were flying, and it just sucks. Yeah, it does. You know, I. I've it's been long enough now where I'm kind of over it, but. Um, yeah, at the time I was heartbroken for sure. I mean, you you spend as my you know, little kid dream to be national champion, and uh, to be there and be in first or second, whatever I was going into an unknown that was a good unknown for me. It would have, I would have, you know, I'd like to think I would have done done well. So, well, well, especially well, like yeah. that year, like do you do you? I'd love to get your take on this because obviously you're you're you know. As far as an S one practitioner in competition, you're 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 way up there, top three, top five, probably right now. Did you do you see did you see that or do you feel that like that nationals is probably one of the last nationals that kind of cater or that have you seen a drop off or a degradation in the S one's ability to be competitive since then to where now it's almost not even worth making no. that pursuit? No, not at all. I mean, it's it's still. Advance especially is still very accessible to the to the S one. More just unlimited. Yeah, and in uh, have to look. Hold on, I think it was twenty seventeen. Walk into the hangar here and look at my. Yeah, twenty seventeen, in Borrego. It's just a regional contest here, and I flew unlimited in my S (laughs) one. That's awesome. And one. That's incredible. <laughs> in S1, I beat, there's a, you know, a bunch of extras and stuff there. And one of the guys was on the U.S. Unlimited team at the time. And I don't think he was very happy that, that I beat him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, to be honest, like, how much, did, how much did you practice to? Like, what, like two hours? <laughs> Showing up. <laughs> well, you know, the advantage to living in, in, a, in a hangar apartment is my pits is in my living room. So. Yeah. If the if the weather's good, you know, open the doors, push it out, and go fly for ten minutes, get a couple of sequences in, and land, and it's affordable and yeah, I don't so have, convenient. I don't have a lot of coaching, uh, hardly any, but I fly a lot and I got a GoPro and I pretty. That's kind of my method is you have a GoPro and fly a lot and you can kind of coach yourself. Critique yourself. Do you watch like any YouTube videos on like some of the um, the the more experienced, limited guys say and like try to like kind of like rip apart like what they're doing to try to figure it out yourself kind of not really you just kind of kind of just kind of send there it. and figure it out yeah. <laughs> full send, full send. <laughs> yeah. so what are you doing uh, so like do you have uh competition aspirations anymore or are you just kind of focusing more on air shows right now oh, absolutely i mean i want to be national champion you're going for it oh 100 percent yeah Love it! Please come back. We need you. We it'll just need you. It'll just be a while. I mean, I, I, 2017, I went unlimited at Borrego in the pits and kind of retired it from competition since then. Yeah, yeah. And and then uh, last year, my did an oil change and found a bunch of metal on my my oil screen. So it was a good year for it, though. That, it wasn't any air that's shows. That's right. That's right. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. So, the so what are you overhauling? Engine, yeah, engine's getting rebuilt right now, and I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with with the pits when it's when it's all back together. 
I, I'm super uh, attached to it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> a sentimental attachment for sure. So I don't, I don't really want to get rid of it. But at the same well, time, we... if I could, if I could sell it and and then you know finance an edge, then it'd be hard to turn that. What around. do you like about the edge so much? Oh, it's the best airbacker plan ever built. Simple Just as the that. way it's way it's built, right? <laughs> yeah. It is um, nice. No, I mean, that. Do you find it suits it's, your flying more than the SC, just like your flying style in particular? Yeah, absolutely. So back to Nationals in 2016, um, the, it was the end of that day, I believe, that I had the whole pits incident. And um, I was talking to Mark Novoselsky, and he was like, oh, man, it sucks, man. I tell him how much I like the edge. I never flown one. He's like, "Oh, well, go fly mine." I'm like, really? So okay. yeah, there's. <laughs> like, hop in. Twist my and, arm. And I hopped in his airplane. He gave me a quick checkout, and I took off. And when I got in the box, it just instantly. I was instantly at home with the airplane. It, it snapped like the pits. It, it rolled like the pits. Um, but just obviously at a you know, 100% faster speed. Yeah, that's cool, man. Oh man, I would love to see you fly an edge and just fucking tear shit up. Exactly. Awesome. I have a, I had a GoPro on it and I put it. It's on YouTube somewhere, but it's my first flight in the edge. And watching it, it looks pretty darn good for for like first time in an airplane. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I thought, for is, some reason, I thought the the first time in the edge was when you went to the Challenger Cup. No, I the only time I'd flown the edge was Marks before that. Okay. So. Yeah, That's when I got, cool. it's it's an amazing airplane, for a pits guy at least. Yeah, I'm sure the the extra guys probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't be stoked on it right away, but for a pits I guy, bet. it's super easy transition. I mean, I haven't you, anything you more. extra guys. What a low blow! <laughs> what a fucking low blow right there. Well, what's <laughs> Let funny me just is sneak like, sneak that in. I've asshole. only flown the like <laughs> the dinosaur, you know, extras. So I bet I bet even. A first gen Edge 540 would be a significant, a significant jump. Yeah, yeah. that'd be my monster. guess anyway. Yeah, and the, that motor on the one. the motor mounts on the Edge, they're all mounted. From what I understand, they're mounted at zero. To, there's no offset to it, right? Uh, I'm not sure. That's what I thought I heard. Um, yeah, I got a buddy who's got one. Um, you mean it doesn't count? It doesn't counter for the left turning tendency. It's not canted. It's yeah, it's not canted like one or two degrees or whatever. It's oh, really? just zero degrees. Yeah. And he was telling me, you know, when he flies across country or whatever, you know, the amount, of, you know, just to keep it, you know, you know, the ball centered or whatever. Just it kind of fucks up right with foot. the yeah, fuel flow. Yeah, it just fucks up with the fuel in the wings because some of the fuel doesn't come out. So you got to, I don't know, do something. This is like two years ago I heard this, but who knows if it's true. It's well, a bummer that they... one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Ugh, I guess yeah. you learned so much but about you, an airplane by fairing it. Yeah, but you did well in in Red Bull, dude. I mean, I was pulling for you. I really, I was really fucking pumped when you started. I mean, you went out there and you just started whooping ass. It was it was like holy shit. <laughs> I don't know about that, but and then, it was it was fun for sure. It was the most fun flying I've ever done in my life, in hands down. How did you yeah, yeah, yeah. did you just literally apply for the Challenger Cup, or like how did how did that whole process take place? That's a good story too. So, um, growing up, um, always been a huge Gulian fan, you know, Gulian, Chambliss, Tucker, and same. You're, you're, pre- you're like speaking to our hearts right now. Like we talk <laughs> about the gold that, that, that you just like, 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 uh, marked the golden era for us 
in terms of if he's yeah the, the if he says goody, goody thomas i'm gonna faint <laughs> Good, goody's my favorite arresty guy absolutely oh god <laughs> it's it's such a bummer that he hasn't gotten a win at nationals yet i've watched him fly multiple times at nationals and been like and he's gotten he second deserves it. and there's been a, a lot of times where people are like "Ooh, i'm not sure if that was right you know yeah yeah, I mean, I think that's a common thing going on. But like, you watch the guy fly, and it's just, it's just, he's one of those guys, like you know, like yourself, where it's like you watch some of these guys fly, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like, I have to fly perfect just to like tie at this point. <laughs> Good, he's the fucking man. Yeah, yeah, and he keeps he coming really back, is. keeps coming back after all of it too, and like, just he's really, um, he's just an. I uh, see, like I sound like I'm obsessed now. This is bad. <laughs> I can't talk like this. <laughs> I have Sorry, like a Giddy Thomas sh- shrine in my bedroom. <laughs> Light a candle every night. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> Good night, Goody. Good night. Is is uh so Goody's is he somebody who like inspires your style of flying or like um Absolutely. Gullion and Goody have like I think a similar arresty kind of really crisp, uh yeah. really precise style. And um I've always admired that. So yeah. Back to getting on with Red Bull, um, I became friends with with Mikey. Uh, what was that? Like 2014, I think. 2013 or 14. I was at uh, as an Oshkosh in November for my grandfather's induction to the Aerobatic Hall of Fame, and ended up sitting at Gulian's table and getting to know him. And he had already heard of me through, you know, the air show world and whatever. And I was a fan of the pits flying. So we kind of became friends and I'd bounce ideas off him for air show stuff and uh, watch me fly a little bit here and there. And when I got to fly Oshkosh in 2015, I trained with, with Gulian and Tucker for a couple of days um, at an airport nearby. And anyway, just kind of became friends with those guys. And um, I'd always told, told Mikey, I'm like, I've always wanted to fly Red Bull since I was a little kid. It's a dream, blah, blah, blah. And when the time was right, Gulian actually recommended me to Red Bull and uh, it's a little like you can't just get recommended and then you're in like uh, I went to the head of training for challengers just Steve Jones, Klaus Schrott, Sergio Rachmanin and then they kind of looked at me and I was invited to a training camp in Slovenia in 2018 and, and it was about a two-week event and, and how did that go like who was the cool who was the fun coach and who was the uh, the hard ass uh, at that camp, all I had was Steve and Klaus, and they were both just equally awesome. I mean, they have so much experience between the two of them and absolute That's legends cool. in the sport. So they were awesome. So there was like no, nobody's got, nobody had like an ego walking around there or anything like that. That's pretty neat. No, no, the coaches, they were just there to help. And, and, uh, yeah, there's, it was just a world-class organization for sure. Training camp. Awesome. Yeah. Freaking sweet. So you passed, obviously. Or what do, what do you get, like a license or something like that? Yeah, so there's oh, what was there, like six guys in uh, my class and five of us passed. And we got um, got a racing license. Like a, it was pretty cool. Like it, They took it pretty seriously. I, I'm trying to look for it at my desk here somewhere. Have but, you ever gotten pulled over in California and then like put that <laughs> with your license to try to get out of a ticket? <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> definitely not. You should, man. Um, excuse me, I'm a Red Bull Air Race pilot. I'll be going now. I'll be going now. 
suck my wake. <laughs> <laughs> um, who didn't make it, by the way? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I should drop names, but it was a he was a really good aerobatic pilot. Uh, he's from. Well, I won't say where he's from. He's from oh, I know, oh, I know. Yeah, no, it was Rob Holland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, it wasn't him. Uh, yeah, I I knew it. <laughs> he did. He was a he was a really his problem was the guy who didn't make it. He was an amazing arresty pilot, but he had never flown down low. He had never experienced that kind of flying. And it's, it's more than just doing airbags of service. Like it's more just flying, just normal low to ground flying where to look how to stay coordinated etc etc and and he struggled with with being down low and i think i think he hit like 15 pylons throughout the week oh, or crap. something <laughs> at, at five did you ever a, see like an at five grand oh my god was, yeah it's an expensive week so jesus is there um did you see any like really bad pylon hits in person uh not in person. I was in uh, Japan when, uh, was it Japan? No, it was Russia. I was in Russia when uh, Matias had that really bad chicane hit that ended up messing up his wing really good. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had to take it apart. He, he was done for the weekend, shipped the wing back to uh, Oklahoma to Zivco, and they had to do a, like a fastest rebuild I've ever done on a wing and then ship it back in time for Japan. Yeah. What were you flying in at qualifications? Did they have edges or did, yeah, or they had extras? edges. Um, they had just switched nice. like the year prior to the to stock edge V three or V two. I'm yeah. sorry. And you guys all shared the same plane in the Challenger Cup, right? Uh, they had three edges, and okay. yeah, and it'd usually be two pilots per plane per race. So, what number edge was the fastest? Because they they couldn't have all flown the same. Uh yeah, so they. <laughs> I heard that number one was the fastest in flight. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, we're not supposed to fly formation and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not naming names, but some of the guys would form up on the way back from from uh, practice or in the hold. They'd sneak out and, and go, you know, side by side, full speed. And, and number one apparently was like 15 knots faster. If that's true or not, I don't know. <laughs> I preferred – my favorite was always number three. Why is that? I like the ailerons the best on that. I think it rolled faster and had a good center. Oh, nice. Because, yeah, they're, as much as they tried, they all flew a little different. But Sure. Luckily, yeah. you get there a week prior and you get used to it. What happened to the edges? Where are they now? Are they in Germany? Uh, I think they're in Austria. Austria, uh, probably, I'm, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with them. Any oh, news man. on – uh, yeah. there were talks for a while about somebody coming in and souping up. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be Red Bull, but it would be something – air races any more talks to that yeah there's a it's called i think it's just world championship air race wcar that as far as i know has uh either made a deal or has already purchased all the um pylons infrastructure etc and gotten all the the crew members from the previous kind of on board to start again okay and there is talk that it was going to start into this year and then obviously covid kind of screwed everything so yeah we'll so see. i have a question i have a big question what how much would it cost fly cool shit to sponsor you i mean we don't have a lot of funds 
But <laughs> we, we can give could we you lock like, in a price right now? <laughs> we can give you lots of hugs and like high fives. Yeah, we're really uh, good at high fiving. Uh, <laughs> it, it'd be it'd be a lot of money. Yeah. But maybe we can like sponsor like a centimeter by a centimeter on something. Like a, yeah, like a. Can you put maybe a fly cool shit sticker on like the wheel pant bolt? <laughs> if 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 it works out, yeah, we can talk. So right, are, like, are you? No, you know what I want? I want to sponsor sunglasses, but like the reflecting the reflection part. You know, like it would say fly cool shit over his eyes. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like it, a it, viper style. Can't yeah. Can't see shit while he's flying. No big deal. Yeah, <laughs> no big deal. It'd be like I uh, thought it was a shadow. Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Big Newton. <laughs> Do you? Uh, are you? So would you or would they, you know, re-energize the Challenger Cup? I would assume they would. Like, has there been talks of like, hey, it's kind of stand by for a call? Or if if we were to call, would you be interested in coming back? Um, anything that that kind of definitive or is it just kind of like you're just waiting it out? Uh, I got an email. I'm sure everybody else in the prior bill thing. Like, hey, are you interested in joining this? And I answered, I'm sure. Like everybody else said, like, hell yeah. And it's, we got some more details. I'm not sure I should share, but it, it's going to be, if it comes back, it's going to be very similar. Um, it will be a Challenger class. Airplanes will be different. And uh, there's going to be a huge emphasis. In, Wait, airplanes are going to be different? Please tell me they're 152 aerobats. <laughs> Please, God. How, how'd you guess? <laughs> Can, and call it the I snake. just want the, I want the, the American. Yeah, I want the American course to be called the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. That and like when they do your bio when you're on this air race, uh, W, whatever, your bio has to be like, My great uncle Doug Masters taught me how to yeah. fly <laughs> in F 16s. <laughs> oh, taught me so, in F 16s. Um, you know, with the what was like, what was like the behind the scenes thing? Like, who who was rivals that they didn't really show on camera? Like, uh, we'll start with like the master class. Were there any like big rivals? Like, nobody's like throwing down fists, but like. Like who wanted to beat who? Uh, well, I think everybody wanted to beat. Uh, man, who's the who's the guy who won uh, 2019, 2018? Uh, Chappie? Chappie. No, Chappie. Austra- Australian guy. <laughs> no Australian. Uh, Austrian. Oh, Hannes? Martin. Martin. Martin Sanka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a big. Everybody was like always wanting to beat Martin, probably because he was winning all the time. So there's always right. like everyone to beat him, um, but not really. I mean, everybody was super friendly and, and helpful to everybody. It seemed like there was. I mean, everybody when when it was race day, everybody had their own race lines, and and the challenger guys would always get kind of annoyed at me because I go over to Gullian's tent and and he would show me what his guys had worked out. You know, what Pablo and those guys worked out for the best line, and and kind of help me visualize some of the stuff. But at the same time, that's uh, no different Ke- than Co- Kevin Coleman going over. Yeah, there. yeah. Kevin was always Kevin didn't even hang out with us at the Challenger tent. He was just always at at Kirby's tent. So Kirby's. yeah, yeah, he was like on the team, right? Or was or it just seemed that way? It just seemed that way. He was a Challenger guy. He down the road, I'm sure he would have taken over Kirby's spot. I mean, he just got a verbal sponsorship, and Kevin's a kick-ass yeah. pilot, so he deserved it. But. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really badass. Yeah, I hope it comes back, man. I mean, I'm fuck. It's one of the things I really like as a spectator. I mean, like obviously, clinching the fence as an outsider looking in, like it's like it would, it would be a 
it's an unachievable dream. Or, I mean, maybe it's achievable, but like just such a crazy feat to achieve that level. But like it, it's the funnest to watch as a spectator. It's so much fun. The production value is incredible. I really hope it comes back. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. I don't, I don't know if anybody can do it as good as uh, Red Bull did as, as far as the production went. Because that's the no, worry, huh? There's no expense spared, and I mean, from any, from every single standpoint, from training to the actual air race to the people involved to the rescue crews, to the briefings, to whatever, it was just world class. So. That probably gonna, how it has to be that way, right? I mean, that's can, that yeah. would be the fear, you know? It's like if if one of those elements kind of drops down, or you get you get the bureaucracy of like having to worry about making money granted you know red bull's a bigger entity but like you know if if this becomes a business where are they going to cut corners to make sure that they are profitable yeah that's that's a big concern i i think their goal is to have enough so the the thing that red bull failed at is they owned the sponsorship rights to all the teams and then they would divvy up who got what sponsorship so like if you came with like you only came with what sirius and bose and whatever then he obviously was going to get that but other sponsorships came to Rebel, hey, we want to sponsor an airplane. And Rebel's kind of like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. okay, you. You know, some of you didn't have a sponsor. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of tough. Some guys like Yoshi had uh, Falcon Tire. Falcon Tire. And, and uh, Toyota, Toyota Lexus. And they wanted to pay Yoshi a ton of money. But they couldn't because they had to go through Red Bull and everybody kind of got similar amounts of money, blah, blah, blah. So... With the new air race, if they're going to let you know you come in with your own sponsor, so it's going to hurt some guys, but other guys are going to are going to do better than they would at Red Bull. Well, so it'd be almost nice like more, it, more NASCAR style. Absolutely, you know, do your own and shit. you know it'll it'll maybe maybe that is a good drive for teams to go out and actually you know suss out sponsorship dollars and and I don't know, not that like any of the teams were lazy. That's not not what I'm saying, but. To to put a you know there will be a, there will be incentive because there won't be a ceiling it won't be Red Bull divvying out money it'll be like hey you can get whatever you want just go get it yeah absolutely so, so all right I kind of have to I gotta ask you Jeff I oh, gotta yeah. stop you everybody everybody listening that is a potential Red Bull air racer Goulian, if you're hearing this we will sponsor wheel pant bolts okay <laughs> yes so reach no, out washers like we'll, we'll do the washers we're at the washer washers. level yeah the washers oh, maybe yeah, like a bolts screw. are expensive. Like a screw on like an inspection, you know, plate or something. Inspection yeah. plates we could do. If it's on a cowling, we can't because those are Zeus fasteners. Those are not expensive. the whole expension inspection plate, just a screw on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> and we're on a budget. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, go ahead with that. your question. I forgot. <laughs> I, I kind of know what you're going to ask. Um, well, well, it's probably not, but go ahead. I mean, we got him on. He can't go anywhere. He's tied down and he can't leave. <laughs> he could he could hop in the S one. It's in his living room. He can no hop out at any time. Um, all right, rivalries. He's he's sitting in his uh, S one, looking backwards right now, just because <laughs> pra- practicing practicing his ladies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so that sounded nice. Yeah. What was that four fifty? Uh, that was crap. Where am I now? In her Cessna one eighty. Okay, nice. Shout out. Also known um, as Jessica. So Jessica, I do want to talk. I want to talk about Santa Paula life. Uh, but I, what I think Jeff was going to ask was about like kind of rivalries and, and, oh, rivals yeah, yeah. and uh, whether it's probably in Red Bull or air show or competition, like 
if if you can name names or you know if you don't want to that's fine but do you do you feel rivalries in these different facets of of you know competition uh whether oh, I, it's I, absolutely just like any any other sport i mean everybody has Thank you for being so honest. Like so yeah. many people are like, no, like, you know, you just, it's com- you know, it's between great. you and yourself. Everybody's no, great. You and your, it's like, come stupid. on. Like you don't want to go kick somebody's ass. If Not physically. Like you don't. <laughs> if you're a serious competitor, absolutely have rivals. You want to see somebody zero a maneuver. You want to see him, you know, whatever it is, get a low call. Like there's rivalries 100%. 100%. Like, yeah. Cause like, you know, everybody who's flown, you know, I only have, experience with competition as far as well i did sport whatever but when i see somebody in the category zero who's in my category it's like it's almost like a load of load off your shoulders because it's like oh, okay pressure's a little bit off now and like you know you can't say that you don't when somebody else does it you're not like oh nice sweet i mean absolutely i'd, I'd rather win with everybody having no outs and no zeros but i'll definitely take any help i can get <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate the honesty. Is there anybody like, and it doesn't really matter because we only have 10 listeners, so names don't really matter, but is there somebody out that like out there where you love going to a competition that you know they're going to be there and you're like, I just can't wait to lay down the law <laughs> and like just fucking slap a dick ass. on the table and just fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roger the, list, that. The, the, the list is long and distinguished <laughs> did you see that thing i posted on aerobatic pilots with the cow and the big balls no i haven't awesome. looked that was awesome uh, I, I can't i'll describe it and i'll just make myself look like an idiot but yeah just look at it next time <laughs> so but, describe um, us um i want to know about santa paula life like if i was gonna if i called you and i was like hey sammy I, i'm gonna move to santa paula Give me a snapshot of what living in Santa Paula on the airport in that community is like. Well, first thing I tell you is good luck finding a hangar because there's none and they're really hard to find. Um, but if you could find one, uh, it's paradise. I mean, I don't, really don't know what else comes to mind. It's dream come true to live here. It really is. I mean, I got all my best friends live on the airport. Yeah, there's always something going on. It's, you know, if you're bored at, at this airport any time of the day, it's your problem. It's wow. Just, just last I mean when Jess moved here, it was actually really funny. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Jess Crap Arm yeah. on Instagram. Uh, super cool, good, really good pilot. And when she first moved here, she called me. And she's like, "Hey, Sammy, like, what's going on tonight? You know, can I come over and say hi?" I'm like, "Jess, you don't get it. Like, it's the airport." Just show up. Show, show up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and that's it's an open that's, door policy. <laughs> that's really how this how this whole airport is with everybody who's been here for a while, and we have a really tight knit. And yeah, just the other night, you know, Zach and I were bored and just left my hangar at eight o'clock and saw Jess's lights were on and knocked on her door and just a couple of people drinking whiskey at Jess's bar and we sat down and started drinking and shooting the shit and that's that's just how it is and it's really a special place to live for sure. Yeah, I've cool. heard so many. I've never heard anything bad that happens there, to be honest. Um, and one of uh, one of the guys who he flies a uh, corporate jet, but he flies some warbirds out here on Long Island. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to see what his name rhymes with. Well, it doesn't matter. It's uh, Matt. Oh shit! Yeah. I had uh, that, that. Yeah, that guy was out here 
but he was like he was still in recovery (laughs) (laughs) that guy that guy passed out on my golf cart that's what he said yeah (laughs) yeah that was jeffy you wouldn't believe this. They have a couch on wheels that they tow around. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, I have a picture of him asleep on that couch behind my golf cart at some point. That's oh my awesome. god, that's hysterical. Just yeah. can't hang. <laughs> we have, a, we have definitely a ton of fun here. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Do you guys have like a once a year party out there, or is it just every day is a party? Every day is a party. <laughs> I wouldn't say every day, but we, we definitely, uh, definitely have some good some good parties here over the years new year's is is a big event here and yeah we just it's it's fun i mean it, you never know How it could far? be a, a wednesday night and then there's you know pre-covid times there could be 25 30 people show up at a hangar just you know it's going on yeah i love the uh pre-covid like it actually matters on this podcast that you have to be <laughs> safe about it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, how far away are you from Santa Paul? I don't know. I'm in the Bay Area, so I mean, it depends on what you're flying, but I don't know. What? I don't know. A couple hours? I mean, even an extra, oh. maybe an hour and a half? Yeah, you're, and a half like, you're like an hour and a half away. Yeah, yeah. Is there like a thing, like do you, like on Long Island, we have Nass, we have two counties that basically it's the island and it's cut in half and you have Nassau and Suffolk and like Suffolk County hates Nassau County or like the South Shore hates the the North Shore. Is there like when you hear Bay Area, Sammy? Do you want to just punch somebody in the nuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I almost I spit up that. my wine, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I got, exactly. I got, I got, I got uh, a couple of friends in the Bay Area. It's it's not all bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Up here. <laughs> it's not bad up here. Depends on where you are. But, what's cool about San Paul is it's like eh, what fifty miles northwest of LA. It's a small farming town. It's kind of honestly kind of a shitty town except for the airport. So yeah. you know we all have it's it's secluded and it's our own little community here at the airport. And a lot of us don't don't leave the airport that much. Yeah, Do I you, feel like Mark flying... doesn't fit in the Bay Area at all. Like Mark's cool and hip and. It seems like you you go on wine tasting tours every other day. That's and most like, of the Bay Area. We, yeah, we, and we do cool shit. You're not that. Drink, you're not that guy, no. I I go on, dude. I I'm drinking wine right now. I belong. I just picked up a wine club shipment. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I I can't like we talked about this last podcast about I can't see you hanging out with those other da- dads. You know we were talking no. about. You know. Oh God, no. But like that's all that's there. You're like surrounded by like you know James white suburbia. James the mower today and. Uh, you know, it's pretty sweet, and I, oh I my used God. the mower. I mowed the lawn, and man, that new oil changes. You really notice a difference on that Husqvarna. Hey, Peyton, uh, how often do you have to sharpen your lawnmower blades? <laughs> oh, I don't do that. I get, I get it done. I get it done. I bring it down to Ace Hardware. They do yeah. it right away for me. Hey, shout out to Ace Hardware. My my uh, in-laws own an Ace Hardware. Oh, cool. Uh, so that's why you can live in the Bay Area, I guess. I'm trying to get them Asshole. to sponsor, sponsor my, my <laughs> shitty air show routine. <laughs> Oh Not my really. god! Um, are you? So you were you were flying? I think you were flying for Clay Lacey for a while. Did, did you put that on pause for the Challenger Cup? And are you back doing that now? Or like, what are you kind of doing for your uh, the day flying job? Yeah, I was flying for Clay Lacey, uh, flying just one thirty five on a Phenom three hundred, probably like twenty seventeen, started eighteen. Shout out to the Phoenix. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> the I got invited to the the Red Bull camp and it was actually good timing because uh right as i told him hey i'm basically gonna be unavailable for two and a half weeks and like 
even if you fire me, I don't care because it's Red Bull. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. They, you they had to had, do it. Yeah. They had just ended up selling the airplane kind of out of the blue. So um, I took a couple years off from corporate flying. All my buddies were flying corporate airlines, whatever. And I was just, I wasn't making a ton of money flying Red Bull hardly at all, but it was enough to pay the bills. So I was kind of in the retired life for a while. And all my other jet buddies were, were kind of pissed about it. Yeah, it sounds so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I'm back to I'm back to work. I've, I went to work for a, a company out of Oxnard, it's all 91, uh, flying a Legacy 500. Been doing that nice. since uh, a year now, actually. Hell yeah. Oh, cool. Nah, that's awesome. What was it like, though? Because, like, I'm just imagining you show, showing up to the first Red Bull Challenger race. And, like, you know, you got, like, Dolder there and, and all these people outside the U.S. Who, who may not know you. And then they're like, who is this, like, kid showing up in, like, a flat brim hat and Oakley's <laughs> looking all fucking cool? Like, who is this? And then you go out there and you fucking make it rain pretty much. And you come back. Was there, like, a difference in, like, the way that they looked at you after your first uh, time track? Oh, not really. It, it, it was funny, actually, that, you say, that he said Dolder because he uh, brings his airplane to Sample Airport, or he did, and uh, Andy, oh, Chiavetta, cool. Andy Chiavetta was working on it. So I had known Matias for for a while. He, he's brought his airplane here. Gulian had his airplane in San Paula. Uh, mm-hmm. Yoshi, had his, Yoshi had his airplane here. So it's like San Paula was a, kind of a, a hub for, for the Red Bull stuff. Between. They were all kind of doing their aero programs with Andy, right? Yeah, Chiavetta was doing a ton of stuff. Uh, Kelly Vogel and Dan Gray at Aviation FX were doing a lot of work. Kelly was actually Yoshi's uh, mechanic for a year, and he's a sample guy. So there was a, and then Chia was was uh, Andy Chiavetta was Yoshi's, or not Yoshi's, uh, Matias's guy for a year too. So there's a lot of Red Bull okay. stuff going on. Yeah. So cool. What was one of the coolest mods that you saw on one of the edges? And if you can't say, I get it, but anything you can divulge a little bit. Because they were doing some funky stuff, right? I mean, I have to, I have to say that Kirby's like flapperons were pretty freaking cool. He had said, "I don't really? know if you guys knew." Wait, I, what? Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew about that, but if, <laughs> I don't if know you, about uh, this at all. Yeah, Kirby had flapperons on his edge, so it was. Whoa! He went through. He had uh, Paulo, who's the famous uh, Brazilian engineer. Paulo something. He uh, was on Kirby's team and designed this amazing flapperon system for Kirby's Edge. And got it approved through um, Red Bull and showed up at a. I can't remember what race it was. I think it was like seventeen or eighteen. And n- next thing you know, he was Kirby was beating everybody's VTM times by like a second, and everybody's like, "How oh, the hell shit. are they doing that?" <laughs> <laughs> and they started looking at the video when he when he would pull. His ailerons would come up, and he was able to corner Holy way better. Shit. Oh yeah. wow! And it was kind That's of fun. To- badass. It was kind of fun talking to Kevin about that because he had helped Kirby do a lot of test flying on that system before it was at the air race. They put it on his airshow airplane to do the test flying, and Kevin was telling me that thing could do some pretty weird tumbles and kind of like just weird shit. That's wild. So it wasn't. It wasn't badass. just a matter of be- making them able to droop to like reduce landing speeds or over the fence speeds or anything like that. They were, you were able to take them up to corner. Yeah. 
Whoa. Yeah, it was, kind of, it was like a you know flying wing control system on his on his wing. When he pulled, they'd come up, and he could roll while he's pulling, and one would droop, and it was, it was really cool. So would it be active all the time? So it wasn't like a lever or something to activate. It was just all the time. All the time. Yep. That's wild. That's super cool. He was act- he had to take it off. Um, I think it was the last year the air race. I remember they were pretty upset because they showed up to I think it was Russia, and uh, Willie was like, "Sorry guys, like you can't you can't have this anymore." And they, it was kind of out of the blue, so they had to spend a couple of days take tearing the whole system out and putting the old system back in. And then, you know, then Kirby wasn't used to flying the old system. It was a whole mess. But Kirby strikes me as that person. I've never met him in person. I don't think I can't. I can't remember if I have, but it would have been like a high if I had. But like every time I watch him on a video, or when he was with Red Bull, whenever he'd be a little pissed, it it strikes me that that guy can go from like zero to ten really quick. I can only imagine that he was <laughs> super pissed when he had to take that system out. He probably was. Yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't there for that for, the, for that moment, but yeah, sure. That's a total stoked. AJ Wilder answer. So tell me about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we interviewed AJ and Rob, and it was like the end of the day. They were both shot, and it was like pulling teeth. Oh We'd be God. like, yeah. So like AJ, how's unlimited? He goes, it's hard. <laughs> you're like okay um tell us about your flight today I flew, I flew today i'm tired he was wrecked he was wrecked no that was like that was the first fly cool shit podcast disaster because it was the second time rob was on and the audio kept cutting out like we lost it like what two or three times and then like couldn't even get the last portion of it um yeah like the last half of it dropped off completely and it couldn't recover it it was a disaster and they were both exhausted it was like the last day of their camp or the day before the last day of their camp aj was yeah. just wiped out it was AJ's really a maniac it's it's a it's hard to imagine aj being wiped out he just rallies though he like takes like a 20 hour cat nap and then just fucking rallies it's fucking incredible <laughs> he sounds super super dedicated um and and it sounds like he's really pushing it hard. I can't wait to see his flying. Oh shit, sure. dude, it's next level. It's like night and day from like 2 years ago till now. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. He, he's been in um, work for sure. Yeah. It's great. AJ's great. But um I'm just like getting thrown up <laughs> a little bit. Um what was I going to say uh what were we talking about? Red Bull. Red Bull, man. I could talk all. I could talk about Red Bull all day. Red Bull is probably one of my favorite facets of 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 aviation in general. Like, I I've been like asked to fly an S one for Reno, and I I might this year. I might, but Red Bull is really as far as aerobatics, competition, air show, uh, Reno air racing, any other kind of aviation fashion you're talking about red bull that like just the style of red bull was by far my favorite just the idea of it was so freaking cool man i really hope it comes back and i hope it no matter what the title sponsor is of it i hope it's if it's 80 percent as cool as it was i'll be super happy i'm i'm really excited to see uh what it brings yeah no i think everybody would 
would be uh, super pumped. Um, and I heard it's a lot different in person. Like on TV, I heard it's you know I, oh, I've you seen never it got on to TV. See one in person? I never saw it in person, but I heard it's incredible. Like Dude. just totally different. I'm I was fortunate. I got to see it all the. It was only in San Francisco for like a couple years. Um, and I saw it every year. It was in San Francisco. Maybe it was two years. Um, and then San yeah. Diego. It was. I I watched it from the midway in San Diego. It was fucking incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just incredible. Everything about it was yeah. awesome, dude. Everything, everything about it from every stop watching it on TV or being in person was awesome. There was nothing you, about you that know what was really was neat bad. about it is it brought in like the the younger generation, and that's what you know. Mark and I were talking about it whenever a couple episodes or an episode ago. Is it seems like you know, Sammy? Don't you remember like um, I don't know. If you were four in '99, I'm so you're 20. <laughs> um, you were but one. Like, Do you remember that when you were one? You know, you kind of just got off the bottle, and <laughs> um, no, there's like, there's usually like, you know, one or two, you know, young guys that are coming into the sport, um, and they train, you know, just training a lot and doing really well. It seems like the younger generation in the say advanced and above categories kind of dropped off a little bit. You agree? Absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with if you don't have a half million dollar airplane, you're not going to be competitive. Yeah. So it's it's just hard. I mean, it's, unless you dump your you know your life and you know heart and soul and, and into this sport, then unless you're you know the, you have to really go all in. Yeah. Unless you're a millionaire, or, yeah. You know, whatever. Then you're you're kind of going to be. It's, and it's unlimited is like. Eliminated is a huge jump, and you better not fucking downplay it and say it's not a big fucking jump because I'll, I'll find you and I'll kill you. <laughs> Tell, but be honest, like I, I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna be like, nah, it's not a big deal. It's just a couple more things on Unlimited, and I won a contest. Like, no big deal. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> well, so, it's okay. How, you're gonna say, just say it. Just fucking say it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I think I think it was easier to go from flying. You know, I've been flying my pits for uh, what eight years or something at the time. So and a lot, it's like, like a thousand hours in my airplane. So it wasn't bad to go from advanced to unlimited in my airplane because I knew the airplane so well. And it was just yeah, I've been doing I've been doing all this stuff for fun, outside snaps and tail slides and you know inside outside rollers, whatever. So just yeah. to, it just the hardest part was just making the airplane. Figuring out what I needed to do to make the airplane do some of the more uh, yeah. strenuous stuff. Yeah, no big deal. I'm actually going on to barnstormers.com just to list my airplane right now. <laughs> How much was it? $25 for a listing fee, I think. Yeah, it sounds like you just buy an S1 and just fucking wreck shop, dude. Well, not anymore. Like I said, 20, 2017, yeah. the, the unlimited known was perfect. I couldn't do it this year. There's no way. Do you, do you, feel, do you think Advance will slide up like that as far as... Advance is just weird. I think it should a little bit. I think there should be tail slides and advanced, and and I think there should be uh, some you know a little bit of outside snap stuff start going on for sure. Because like you said, it is a giant gap from close the gap to, a little bit to unlimited, yeah. and not make yeah. it not not do like a one and a half vertical rolls up cap off. Like anybody can do that with the right airplane if they're already there. Make it a little bit yeah. more more technical, like just a simple. You know, single outside snap on a forty-five down, or something like that. Just yeah. toss, toss, just so people can start seeing that and practicing it. So, and they get in. I mean, they're trying to take the snap out of intermediate. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think it's bullshit. Oh boy, 
I'm so oh boy. <laughs> I'm I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. I'll tell you right off the bat. I'm conflicted on it. I can go. I can. I'm getting another beer for this. Yeah, man. Yeah. What are you drinking, so, by the way? Uh, I've been on a Modelo kick lately. Ooh, uh, amber Ooh. or uh, the light or what, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, as an I say this. You guys mind if I t- if I take my dog for a walk right now? You might hear a little wind noise. No, oh, that's fine. No, his That's his fine. name's Acro. By the way, he's kick ass. Come on, Acro. Hell yeah. Okay. Say hi, Acro. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. And... Bark, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> Baxter. Yeah. I'll, so I'll, I'll try and mute it if it gets too windy. Let me know if it, if it gets too windy. I'll try to mute when I'm not talking. Oh, we're hearing right, cool. noise. This is this is this is fucking awesome, man. There's a 150 um, taxiing by. So That's the I, sound. That's the sound it makes when I take a dump on the toilet. <laughs> just. <laughs> that's because you eat. That's because you eat fucking Doritos and crusted burritos or whatever the fuck you make over there. Oh my god, I I can eat. I Spanish food is my favorite. I love Spanish food. Spanish. Me too. Oh. Now so we're talking. But let, back to this. So snacks. we gotta cover this. Yeah, we um, gotta cover this. Jeff has a good point. I'll let him give his position. But I I'm really in the middle as an uh, I'm an outsider looking in, right? Because I'm I'm probably I'm not gonna face this until this year. Hopefully, knock on wood. Um, as far as you know, a snap and intermediate. Which of the snap is back? I think I think the the end result was we're back, right? Uh oh, yeah, we lost back. Sammy. No, he's muted. He's he muted us because he's taking a walk. He's taking no, Acro he, for he a says walk. He's gone away. Oh, did he walk away from the computer connection? It like dropped off. Yeah, he probably walked so, away from the computer. Was he on no, a no, phone? No, like he's gone. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It can, he probably. His uh, ear pods, whatever he was wearing, probably dropped off. Maybe. I don't know, but um, I'll mark it. Oh, he's back. Let's see here. Let's get him connected here. You guys there? Oh, he's back. Yeah, we're here. Oh, sweet. Um, he, he just yeah, went out so- and flew the Unlimited really quick. He's back. <laughs> yeah, just real quick. <laughs> now I switched from Wi-Fi to cellular and didn't make the connection jump that well. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, so like like the snap and intermediate, I, I get the arguments of not having it in but i li- i like having it in as an outsider looking in as somebody who's no you don't you you're a liar just it's no. sammy's here that's the only reason you're saying it <laughs> you're so I, full of shit well, <laughs> i like it i like i love it in an avalanche like i love like put it at put it as an avalanche like it doesn't have to be a snap on the down line or something like that or a half snap like just put an avalanche in the in intermediate that yeah. way they're gonna see it in advance and you're gonna see it so, in the unknown yeah, I mean, so from a tech, from my, if it was a personal choice, I agree. Like, put the snap in there and everything like that. But my point was more so to get the, you know, everybody that stays in sportsmen to try yeah. to move up in category that are afraid to snap. So that was like our whole point was like, all right, take the snap out of the known, let the guy make a freestyle that can work because I don't think you need a snap in a freestyle, and then like in the unknown, which whatever snaps there, just deal with it. And at least it gets their feet wet to like give it a go, and then kind of maybe a little bit more fire to be like, all right, let me just learn how to snap right, and I like this category, I like flying an unknown because most sportsman competitors don't go into intermediate maybe because of a snap, but they've never flown an unknown, and I kind of like unknowns. I, I mean, they're sometimes they're a little nerve wracking and they're a little funky if the figures aren't, you know, if you get some fucked up figures to do a free whatever. But for the most part, it's it's a fun process and it's it's really rewarding when you when you knock off a good flight. Um, 
But that was the whole point that it's just because sportsmen is such a big category. And then now it's like intermediate. It's seeing somewhat of a drop off and advanced. You're lucky if you can get two guys on unlimited at a local contest, at least where I'm at. And advanced, yeah. you know, same thing, three, five at the most. Um, and, you know, intermediates, maybe like six or seven. But, yeah, there's so many. I mean, it's rewarding to win a sportsman category in a regional because there's so many people there. But I think there's a there's some people out there that want to make the jump, but the snap scares them for whatever reason. It's almost like pits flying, like how everybody talks about how, like, how hard it is to land a pits and it's got this you know, whatever spin recovery thing going on. Like, it's just all like hearsay kind of crap. And, you know, it's the same thing with the snap. The snaps aren't, you know, it's not a really hard fake. I mean, it's hard to, to get them a hundred percent, I think, and get them really dialed in to, you know, really make it auto rotate and really, really crisp. But for the most part, like an avalanche snap or, you know, some type of like just cap off and I don't know, just a simple snap. It's really not that that difficult if you if you have the right person teaching you. Um, but agreed, it's back. It's back. Um, you guys all suck. But <laughs> well, Sammy, what are you? What is your take on on all that? Because I I like I get Jeff's argument on on feeding people up, but I also get your argument of closing the gap to advance. Well, I mean, how do I put this simply? Uh, snap separate the men from the boys. Ooh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yes. So, I love snaps. I so love I still have a vagina, but I love snaps. To, if you're scared <laughs> uh, hold on. Acro! Hey! Come here. If you're scared to move up because of a snap, you shouldn't be moving up. Uh as simple as that. And, and when you're in intermediate, it's, I mean, anybody can go do a loop, a nice forty five, nice vertical, whatever, but it really does separate the strong from the weak in snap rolls. You can tell a lot about in your back pilot by how they snap. I know, and right? And isn't it a way what people get away with? Too, so it's just absolutely. Like you see that it's, contest, it's and you're like, "How is that? How is that being scored right now?" That's I've seen some shit where I'm like, "Oh, zero. and then like you see the scores, it's like eight zero. Like how is the, it wasn't a snap? <laughs> it's oh my god, yeah. it drives me nuts. I mean, I, and like I've seen the entertainment factor is pretty great too when you see somebody come in and try to do a snap and a half and ended up doing a shoulder roll and a half instead and you know base yeah. almost turns into it almost turns into a tumble and that but they've flown a great flight up until then and that's that's what's kind of cool because it's it really does kind of separate like i said the strong from the weak in, in the category yeah and so I any category snap the snap roll seems to be that that one maneuver where like there's you can cheat your way through it and if you're good enough you can actually cheat the snap and score well or really disastrously pull off a snap to where everybody can know everybody notice notices that it wasn't a snap well i agree and disagree so like the monoplanes with the roll rate that they have in the ailerons you can show pitch and a little bit of yaw and roll the airplane but a pitch you really can't get away with that much you have to snap to get the auto rotation right yeah you can't fake it in the pits you can't fake it in the pits probably because you, you you don't see you wouldn't see the acceleration through i mean you i mean to have the roll rate to me, it's really simple. If you don't hear the prop, you know, you know that prop noise like that, yeah, harmonic change, whatever. Yeah, then it didn't snap. I mean, it, I don't know. Is that? Would you agree with that, Sammy? Yeah, it's part of it for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm like my so excited. <laughs> but yeah, I love snaps. <laughs> I love snaps. I love half snaps. You're such a boob. I know. That's the hardest part. <laughs> That's the hardest snap is a half snap. 
Yeah, I love it. Once you get it, once you get it, it's like, it's I don't know. If they're they get you know, it's just you get a feel for it, but it's such a fun maneuver because it just it breaks and then it just locks. It's just I don't know. It's really hard to describe. You agree? Oh, did we lose him? No. I hear something. Maybe it's Acro taking yeah, it as a dump. It's my favorite thing. My license plate snap rolls. So. What's your so your favorite snap is a half snap? <laughs> oh, we're kind of losing. Gamer tags. Pit, pitch kicking. Oh, wait, hold on. You guys there? Yeah, no, I got you. we're kind of losing you a little bit. You know what I think, Mark? I think all these podcasts that are ahead of us are playing games with our systems <laughs> to knock us off the podium. That's what I think. <laughs> That's what I think, too. <laughs> you guys got me? Oh, we got you. I now. got you. It's cool. I think. <laughs> Maybe we don't have you. I don't know. I think it's on. just bad connection from where he is, but he'll be coming right back. Oh. It'll be fun to away. play that elevate. It would be fun to play that elevator music again. Da, da, da. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you there? Hello. Oh, oh, I got, got him back. Cool. Right, I had to refresh it. I got back. So, down there? Is the weather bad right now in Santa Paula? No, not yet. It's beautiful. Man. We got like half the day in NorCal was, was super nice. I, scored, I scheduled a bunch of shit in the morning thinking that I wasn't going to be able to fly because of the rain. It ended up being beautiful. Now, now it's shit, but. I wasn't sure if the weather up there or down there was uh, poopy. It, it's heading this way for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think the weather makes makes me hate all the acro pilots in like Florida, Southern California, all that stuff. Because you, all you assholes get to fly all year. <laughs> We're stuck. It's like it's thirty four and snowing where I am right now, or it oh, was snowing. God. It's miserable. Sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. But so what's the um, so Sammy? What's the plan for? uh 2021 are you do you have a plan or are you planning to compete and and hit every regional event obviously you have an air show schedule uh what uh, else is on the docket the only air show i have scheduled right now is uh camrio in august that's it so okay I, yeah I'm, I'm not sure what's going to go on with air shows there's already been like the first couple air shows a year around here canceled already so yeah I don't know what's going on with that or what's going to happen. I'm knocking on, uh, on wood. I'm, I'm nervous. I think, I think we'll see the second, my, my uneducated guess is the second half of 2021 will probably be a, a little bit more successful than the first half, but I'm hoping man. I yeah, know you are too. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. So let's, we'll, sure? we'll see what happens. But, uh, He's, once my no, pitch engine gets, gets back, um, uh, Probably just keep just fly for fun. I'm I'm not really planning on competing anymore in the pits. Um, like I said earlier, I, I kind of like felt like I I plateaued. Like it was my goal was to win unlimited in the pits, and I've done it. And <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go backwards or go and lose unlimited now. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Right <laughs> so are you like are you looking for an edge or like uh, you want to go the high the high energy monoplane route? air show wise but like competition wise are you are you looking or like i feel like i f i feel like there's competitors out there that would buy edges so sammy can't have one because <laughs> if For he sure. gets one 
the it, it, it's actually funny you ask that. So what's cool about having a, an adult jet job and making adult monies, you can you have adult money to spend. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wait, well, hold and, on. I'm married with two kids. What's that like? Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. We don't. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I live Boats in and hose. <laughs> I live in a, a tin shed of a hangar, and uh, I have a 1976. It's it's a classic antique biplane. I like to tell people. So my <laughs> my oh my, uh, my overhead's low, <laughs> and uh, you know have have a, a good job with the, the legacy gig and everything. And I was like, well, should I buy a house? Should I buy property? Should I do something smart with my money? And I was like, oh, I could buy an edge. Yeah. I'd buy an edge. So uh, I was. I found an edge. I was talking to people uh, about talking to a few banks, like a loan, et cetera. And then I went to do an annual on my airplane, found all the metal and, uh, all that money is now going into rebuilding my engine. So the nicest edge I've ever seen. And I talk about it a lot is the one that Malcolm Pond owned. Oh my um, God. I know. I would have loved that. Is airplane. that, that airplane, that paint scheme on that thing is just class. And you're talking and about the white one he had, right? White with the red. Yeah, with he the faded that, checkerboard. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so he he bought he, Kirby's, right? He just did. So he sold his white one to uh, Steve. Gosh, can't remember the guy's name. But he he was a uh, he was the poor guy who passed away down in South America last year in the Red Bull two seater. Yeah. So. Oh, fuck. So he's uh yeah that I don't know what's going on with that airplane now. Um, I imagine it's kind of tied up in some legal stuff, but yeah, in the estate. But uh, Malcolm ended up buying Kirby's airplane, which is actually the airplane that I was looking at. So, so Malcolm he had an edge, and then he I saw his name attached to that Pitts S one eleven that he built up, and then he I guess he just didn't like it. Yeah, I mean I think it's hard to go from an edge down back to right? anything else. Yeah. I think. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. But um, now, was- now that's been a. Uh, what six or seven months that I've had the whole edge thing back on mine, and and now I'm like, ooh, well, may I don't know, maybe I should uh, try and buy a buy a house or property or you know do something smart. Dude, or... don't do. It. <laughs> let me let me steer you off that that path right now, okay? <laughs> this Nobody is like this is like around. the scene where Mark puts his arm around Sammy and walks off into the distance <laughs> and starts talking to him. <laughs> Nobody gets tucks in his sh- Mark puts on his new balances, tucks in his shirt, and goes, okay, come here, kiddo. <laughs> Put my cell phone right on my belt clip. Yep, leather right. case. Yep. Nobody gets famous from buying a house, okay? All right? All right? Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> As he's, like, getting into his 150 Arabet, Mark's like, see what happens when you get married? It's 150 Arabet all over. <laughs> all over. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, no, I, I, I'm excited because... Um, Sammy, we're getting Philip Steinbeck on the show. You uh, know, t- tell him that he needs to sponsor me with a game bird. Literally, that took the. That w- will, that's what I'm going. Yeah, that'll that win. You are. I'll win nationals yeah. with the game bird within five years. I just yes. Yeah, let me know. Five years. Listen, that's if I gotta, I, I, I gotta give myself some buffer here, guys. Come on. Five days, maybe. We'll allow you five days with Dude, your track record. Five days. Because <laughs> you would you would be the per- like my biggest complaint with the NG and the GB1 right now is that like it's just not I mean, granted, COVID COVID really did fuck everything up, but like even before COVID, like get these get these airplanes in the hands of people that are gonna get make it visible, right? That's the like, argument. Julian was talking about the NG 
and then kind of backed away from it for now. Yes. Nobody is flying the the GB1 like, right now that's visible. Yeah. Um, you would be a perfect candidate to take that airplane and like really, really do something with it. That would be fucking awesome to see that. Listen, if we it. put they're, if they're we put this off. together, did you fly the game bird? I no, I want to. It, it looks oh like my a god, airplane. you're gonna love it. I love it. Have, and you, all, have you guys and flown it? I flew it and I loved it. I, well, yeah, I didn't I like not. it as much as the SC, but it it destroys the LX. I think. Well, not. I wouldn't go that far, but it's definitely better. I mean, I'm so excited. Stamp, it mushroom stamps the LX. It may not destroy, but it definitely mushroom stamps it. It outperforms it. Yeah. Teabags it. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a couple things, and I don't want to get into it because I rather. But just it's the elevator's a little funky on it, but not crazy funky. But um, yeah, if we put this together, here's the deal: if we get Philip the sponsor to give you an airplane for for however many seasons to go fucking whoop some ass. I just, just All, a, a month. See what I can do. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I want every well, it's monocoque, but I want every available nut with fly cool shit on it. Number one. Yeah. And I Dude, we could do we could do all we could do both wheel pants and the tail wheel bolt. That'd yeah, pretty sweet. Little yeah. stickers. Oh, that'd be. We were just talking about this last episode about like how they have to get out there and and get proven. Like if you're that'd gonna enter, so juice, dude, that'd be so sick. If the SC wasn't around, it's a totally different story or whatever. Or if the Edge wasn't, but like, you know, you're getting into a market where like Edge and sc and cap and they've they're proven so like i mean let, let's be real it's just it's just the sc everybody wants the sc yeah the SC's yeah well that sucks yeah. about the edge like because I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the edge the edge and mx for that matter like during red bull like really found an, a, a niche making the mxsr and then obviously having the uh the edge 540 v3 like the now that that's gone it really sucks to see i mean mx is is back and and producing and great but it sucks to see the edge not really focusing on keeping up the ga aerobatic market and the competition and air show market like it you would think that airplane is still high, i mean top one two three right the mxs edge. edge 540 and sc i mean what else is there you know you would you would think they would still try to be focusing on on doing that and it's like I guess they're made to order, right? The Edge 540, but you just don't see... They're not producing anything. Nobody's ordering. Yeah. Weird. Sad. It is. Yeah. It's just hard to compete, you know, I with mean, extra... It, it is, and, and, you know, even just, you know, half million dollar price tag, it's... Oof, yeah. You know? It's a, it's, a, it's a big commitment. Yeah, to get an unproven... Like, the Gen Pro, like, it's, it looks cool, and but it's just unproven, and to drop that kind of coin... And be like, oh, it didn't work out. Like, oops. Like, you gotta yeah. have some fucking. You gotta have a bankroll to fucking afford that. Um, so I'm curious, Sammy. I'm curious about uh, your take on this because I asked Rob this, um, but I'm I, I, I'm curious for your answer. The the two the, the you know with the NG and the GB1, like seeing this kind of emergence to the the two seat unlimited capable. Like, I mean the LX, I guess for in, at some some level too, but. Do you think we're going to see the two seat unlimited capable, like unlimited competitive market kind of be the market where like maybe you start seeing a drop off of single seat airplanes? If if they can actually compete and be be top competitive airplanes like the GB1 might be. 
Well, I mean, I think X has proven this market. It's the average Joe Blow who can afford a, a two-seat extra isn't an unlimited pilot. The guy, the average person probably doesn't even fly competition. You know, they just yeah. ha- like to have a hotshot aerobatic airplane with two seats to go do the occasional roll and, like, zoom around. I mean, how, how many extras are at, you know, your local airport who've never seen a contest before? There's a right. few at mine, yeah. at least. So yeah. I think that that's the market, and that's where they're selling airplanes. Um, the SC is specifically built to to win worlds and it's been doing a really good job of that. Same with the MXS. Yeah. You know, What'd you like about the I, SC when you flew it? I liked it a lot better than the 300 L. That was my only experience with 300 L and then the LX I've flown and the mid wing and then the SC and the SC is obviously has better ailerons and, and I liked the sight picture. I liked the campy. I liked uh, the ergonomics of the whole thing was great. But my big, big problem with extras is snapping them. And you know, I, I guess I don't have that much time and I'm sure I could adapt, but in the pits, you can feel where, where it needs to go to do a snap roll. Like you can pitch and kick and it'll still snap and then you're like, well, it needs a little bit more for its sake or, oh, maybe a little bit more of this, whatever. And the extra, I feel like if you don't hit that, per- do that perfect, like mechanical movement, then it's not going to snap. Like you're going to either shoulder roll or it's just not going to go. Like it has to be like, it has to be this certain movement and it has to get the stick has to end up in a certain spot yeah maybe you guys maybe you guys have figured it out better than i have but that's what's cool nope. about the the edge for nope. me <laughs> <laughs> i do i was waiting for you to give me some I, words I, of wisdom to go try <laughs> i miss that feeling of the pits though like it does like it does stuff like snaps give you i mean i'm not saying i'm good at snaps at all but like it is way different doing snaps in the pits than an ex, than any extra for that matter like that that feel that you can feel through and and have some like room for error. Like there's a margin for error in the in the movements to where like you can correct it and it'll still probably do it. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of miss that in the pits. I miss a lot of things about flying the pits. I haven't flown the pits in a while. Suddenly now you're like a pits fanboy because Sammy's on. You go from like midwing mafia, like that whole I'm still stupid mean. crew. I'm in the midwing oh, mafia. <laughs> it's like, it's get, stupid because you don't have a midwing. That's why that's the only reason it's stupid. You're so whatever. Jelly whatever whatever pits, man my heart that, that was my first you know high performance unlimited airplane that i ever flew and i'll always have a soft spot for our pits the biplane how could you beautiful. how could you not I think it's, yeah, it's beautiful. sexy looking yeah pits are the best and i'm sure yeah. that ex- experienced extra drivers are, are laughing at me like oh i can't feel this snap roll in the extra and it, i could see that i mean maybe with a couple hundred hours you could you could work it better but i probably have I have a ton of time ferrying extras, but only I probably have you know ten hours flying your backs in the L and maybe ten in the SC, and it would just it wasn't a natural progression for me to figure out how yeah. to snap it. Nobody you can is la- nobody is gonna laugh at you and say like, oh, you can't feel in an extra. Like there there is there is a void of feel in the stick of the extra. Like there there's no amount you can fly tailwheel airplanes until you're you know until you're blue in the face. Like you can feel a pits. You cannot feel some things in an extra you just have to know where to go exactly. yeah which i to which i don't but that's what sucks is like you really can't feel that <laughs> biplane like you you that airplane is so like the pits is so nice in that regard because you you really do feel the feedback like it it tells you whereas the extra yeah. is just like it just fucks up and you're just like well i guess i guess i was an inch off on some element of the stick input or rudder input and now it's fucking wonky it's so, like sammy accelerate i'm sorry stall. go yeah it, 
in the in the extras. Like you're pulling, everything's great. Like oh, this is freaking awesome. And then like feel like the camp is gonna depart the airplane, and a fucking wing drops. You're like, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> out of nowhere, out of nowhere, no warning whatsoever. Yeah, yeah you hear I, the, you hear the burble of the canopy, and then it's just like, okay, I guess I'm there. Yeah, I've I've got. I'd like to think I've gotten to the point where I can at least like. Ex- feel a little bit before that happens but you know the first few hours in the extra you're like what the hell i thought this thing was holding on great and then it's just gone yeah so and some that's what's nice about you know the pits and the, the edges i've flown of there's that little bit of like it's just docile you can feel feel the stall coming and, and when you snap it you can you can play with it like it doesn't have to be this perfect spot you can kind of find that sweet spot while you're and the maneuver is still going to go yeah, I think you yeah. got to go to MP Aviation, Sammy, and get some formal Shit. training because you you need some help. It seems. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to fly the midwing with you for sure, Mark. That'd be fun, dude. That'd be. It he would be an honor. Mark wouldn't like that. Would, yeah. <laughs> I'd love that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd love t- that. Sammy, tell Mark he's got to go to a combat. Like he he's kind of like tossing into. He's fifty fifty. Like, what would you no, say to get Mark to go? I'm not fifty fifty. I'll 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 he's say first seventy thirty. No, no, I, I've, so this is why I tell you don't buy a house and do fucking responsible <laughs> shit because like all of a sudden you have responsibilities. Like, like literally when people are like, Hey man, you want to come hang out? I'm like, I can't, I have to do this because I fucking bought this stupid house or I have kids. I love my kids so much, but like, I gotta go do this <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it, I gotta it sharpen my lawnmower blades, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I have, to, I have to freaking you know, mow the lawn today because it's my only day off to do it. No, I like my, I really do plan I, this year. I really, I, I plan to try. I'm going to try depends on if they go, I'm going to try to make Apple Valley. I'm going to try to make, um, I don't know if Colinga is going to go on or if, like a uh, Delano. I don't, I don't even know what, you know, what'll happen. Is that, that close area. to where Santa Paula is? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Maybe if you yeah. promise to go, Sammy can go to and say, let Sammy train you for like, what would you need with Mark to let him be winning and to be competitive in sportsman? How many days? Months. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say though that uh, I was on the Zoom meeting for chapter 49, which is our local airbag chapter. That's a couple days ago. And there, and AJ, typical of AJ fashion, has conned some poor guy into uh, sponsoring the event with enough money to to give prize money out for all categories. I love that. That's freaking badass. So like an I, AJ man. So my question during the meeting was, is it going to be the same amount of money per category? And AJ said, yes. And I was like, sweet. You guys have primary. And he said, yeah. And I said, great. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll register. Count me in. <laughs> yeah. So go to, go to Alpha Valley and, uh, and hope, hopefully it'll, it'll at least pay for the weekend. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That my parents when I when I was you know, I started flying the pits on seventeen, competing when I was eighteen, and I was towing gliders and you know whatever. I wasn't making any money, and they would joke that every con- every contest plaque I got was a thousand dollars, and I was like, oh, it's not a thousand dollars you wasted, <laughs> <laughs> which is true because you know you go to you go to the contest, you know, three nights in a hotel plus fuel plus entrance fees, and it's, you know it's a thousand bucks, so. Yeah, so, I just don't. I don't. I just try not. And then, like at the end of the year, I'm like, "Oh, we got to pay a mortgage." Shit. Well, <laughs> and, and here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where. It, like you know, I I'm certainly not rich. I'm a, I'm a poor airline pilot that's married. So like, As he's drinking I, a glass of like hundred dollar wine. I love it. 
hey, hey, those are d- hey details. Okay, All right. details. Let's, let's just leave that out of there. Um, but like I do, I do think about that element where I'm like, and that's that's how I've psyched myself out of competing in the past. Like, like do like do I want to spend a thousand dollars on this or a thousand dollars on something else? And I don't yeah. have that competitive. I don't have that like I'm gonna go fuck people up. Like I just I don't have that competitive gene in me. I do want to go and have fun, and obviously, like I have so many, so much respect for like, you know, the California cha- IAC chapter is like there's some there's some real fucking talent. I, I mean, I don't have to tell you, Sammy, but like, like it would be really fun to go hang out and hang or talk and fly and learn uh, from all these people. It's just like I, I then start psyching myself out where I'm like, well, I I, I need this or I got to do this, and like, how can I um, take three or four days off to do this when like. I'm, I'm being taken away from X, you know? And yeah. I, I, I do just have to kind of at some point just be like, you know, I just got to go do it. But yeah, it does, you know who it does I would love to, to come back is uh, in your area is I would love Ben free love to come back to competition. Dude, me oh, too. Yeah. He is me my too. hero. Me too. Dude. Guys freaking he, flies he's lights fucking out. Awesome. He's awesome. He, he gave a, an amazing talk at our, at our IAC meeting years and years and years ago. Um, he's his, I really love people with a really high, um, like I call it high flying IQ. Like his, his understanding of aerodynamics and flying and the nuances of maneuvers are so fucking high. It's almost sickening. He's it's unmatched. Really, yeah, it really is unmatched. And I love well, that. You, he was him. on the Red Bull circuit with Yoshi. Did he ever talk to you about competition? Like what's his qualm, qualm with it? Why did he get out? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, my first, time meeting ben was uh i got a scholarship to go to tima i had just gotten oh neat. our our pits project it wasn't even flying and because you know my my parents have a shop here at the airport where we rebuild antique airplanes stoping fabric all that stuff so we i always wanted a pits now we bought this crashed s1s when i was 16 and rebuilt it and before i flew it um i ended up getting a scholarship through avfuel to go to tima where uh, oh, Ben cool. was working at the time. So I went up there and I spent a week flying with Ben Freelove. Never met the guy. Didn't know anything about him. And spent a week flying her backs, shooting the shit with him. And dude is just a genius. And, and he's yeah. an amazing airbag competitor, aerodynamicist, engineer. He just, everything. Is he one of those guys that like, because you know everybody learns differently. Is he one of those guys who can adapt and know how to teach somebody a different way and just get them really to where they need to go quickly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I remember flying with him, and all I want to do is tumbles and cool stuff, torquels, whatever. And I remember I was in the, <laughs> I was in the back seat, back seat of the STB. I was 17, and we, and I was like, Ben, I want to do a, a right, right. And he's like, All right, well, hey, uh, you can't tell, you can't tell Sean. I told you to do this, but the, the trick to the centrifuge. And if you guys know this, and it's, it's it's not a big secret now, but like when you're doing right rights, and especially in the pits, when you're getting a right right, if you take out the right rudder and put in a bit, little bit of left rudder, you're not actually putting left rudder, but you you're basically just putting pressure on the left rudder to neutralize the right rudder, and it just wraps up. That's how Sean airs his airshow routine, and yeah, that's just the the trick to yeah, yeah. But Ooh, anyway, that's cool. you you flew his uh his uh what is that thing? I don't even know what that thing is called. Challenger, Challenger yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. And uh, that thing looks like a fucking a rip, a total rip. Like in a good yeah. way. I mean, like that, just that, a lot of fun. That thing's unreal. I didn't really like how Sean had had set up the ailerons, but yeah, the airplane's unreal. I remember Ben yeah. 
describing how un, unnatural that airplane is to fly in some some uh, regimes. It sounded really well. Bizarre. You know, you know, Ben designed the tail for the backup Challenger. I did not know no. that. Yeah. So, dude, Sean Sean flew. So they had the where I start here. They had the Challenger three when he's flying currently. And he wanted the backup airplane to fly more like a Challenger, his main airplane. So they pretty much had all this, all the same stuff on, it except for the tail was different. And he had somebody else design the tail without doing any like uh, real aerodynamic research on on it. This kind of slapped the thing together, <laughs> and it almost killed Sean. Sean was all pissed off. So Ben spent months designing a new tail for the airplane that he measured a bunch of sensors on on the challenger three and had Sean fly it and figured out a bunch of fancy math stuff that's way over my head and anyway designed and and had this tail built for the backup airplane and it flies almost identical now thanks to ben wow oh my god is he still involved like how, do, you, do you talk to him at all like what what is he up to these days he's still working for yoshi uh they still have you know high hopes of the new airways coming back together and and they're they have big sponsorship back in Japan and they're still trying to get the, the edge V3 that Yoshi has going faster. And so that's, yeah. as far as I know, that's what, that's what Ben's been up to. That's cool. Do you, do you feel like, yeah. like the major teams, like, um, I guess, you know, we could ask Pablo this, but like, do you feel like the major teams, um, are, are kind of the, like, they maybe they haven't stopped, uh, perfecting their airplanes and they're just, they're, they're still have, they still have a race program. They still, are trying to make these airplanes go faster. They're still, you know, doing aerodynamic mods and all things. Just well, like, absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, the one thing I'll tell you is nobody has sold their their race airplanes. Yeah. So. We all thought that that you know that was kind of the running joke. Is like, oh, there's gonna be a bunch of Edge five forties on the market now. And I think nope. Kirby's did hit the market for a bit, but it or maybe this he did backup. initially. Yeah. But like, yeah. Uh, nope. No, they're still they're still hanging on. Jump, jump back to the competition aspect and, and why I think Ben isn't flying contests anymore. Comes back to the, the main issue is it's so freaking expensive. You know, Ben was trying to make it as as CFI at Tatima and an airshow pilot. And, you know, you just can't go and spend $1,000 a weekend on a, on a regional, you know. It's just no. not possible. And look at Rob. Rob doesn't fly a single regional aerobatic contest during the year he flies nationals and that's it and see with goody and other guys like the only thing that matters is nationals honestly yeah yeah so. yeah because regionals that, at, it's at like... that level yeah absolutely in the unlimited level yeah. absolutely yeah yeah oh, i wow. mean it's it's hard even as like you know like rob talks a lot about grassroots and i not to get like super cheesy or anything like that but it is kind of you know it's an important topic when you look at just like the sheer cost of the barriers to entry in in, in the equipment you need alone is high usually. And then to, uh, front the money, you know, on a given weekend to do it, like it, it is, it does take away from something else for most people. I mean, myself included, it's, it's an expensive feat. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's, there's no reward. I mean, what's, uh, unlimited us or back champion get <laughs> high five, high <laughs> fives and hugs, dude, <laughs> a $10 <laughs> trophy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, there's, What's world airbag champion get? A, you know, more expensive trophy. It's there's no. You used to get a watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Oh my I mean, god. What's uh? What's the best skateboarder 
Nigel Houston. I don't know if you guys follow skateboarding. I grew up skateboarding. Nigel Houston makes millions of dollars a year sponsored by Monster. Yeah. To do, you know, what? Kickflips? Yeah. No, it, <laughs> it's that, more involved than that. But, <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's because he can go out and buy a, the kid, the average kid can go out and buy a $100 skateboard and be the best skateboarder in the world with the time put in. And you just can't do that with, with airbags. I mean, I'm sure there's multiple world champions out there who'll just financially never be able to get into an airplane. But do you, oh think my God, there's a, tons. Do you, do you think it's an element of, um, like, is it the chicken or the egg, right? Like, like skateboarding now, I mean, it, it wasn't back in the day. Like, um, I used to skateboard, you know, shit, 25, 30 years ago. And there was no money in it. It just started to get popular. And then like sponsors came along. And then now all of a sudden, it, you know, like when X Games came along, it was like, holy shit. Uh, you know, you could be really famous and make real serious money. And then now, like, dude, top skateboarders. Yeah, just like you said, like you're you're talking. It's kind of like esports now. Like you can make real money doing esports. Like are, are these these sports popular because you can make there's a drive to be able to make money or is the money there just because it's popular? You know what I mean? I like, could could aerobatics be that if if there was money involved and it actually did drive people to actually okay, hey, there's there's some juice worth a squeeze here. Let's go for this. I, I'd really like to hope so. I mean, how do we do I that? Just, how do we get that going? We talked about that. I, Remember? Yeah. Honestly, we're gonna I, do. I uh, we were gonna do the WWF title belts instead of <laughs> trophies. <laughs> I like that. That was like that's our big plan. <laughs> um, I think I think social media is a, is a huge lack. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at yeah. IAC and, and what they put on the social media, and I'm not trying to bash it, they're doing the best they can. But I, mean, I think it could be better, and I think there could be a lot better following of competitions and bios and who's flying, who's competing, and like talk about that rivalry or not, yeah. you know, and just yeah. get get the general public involved because they just kind of like what happened with Red Bull is the general public will go and they'll they'll watch an event they can't even you can't even invite general public to a airbag contest thanks yeah. to FAA. but well that's what we were talking about it's like creating a rivalry and we made a joke i made a joke about like me and adam uh, messenheimer um i don't even think he knows that we were talking about this but being like you know i would call adam and be like hey i'm gonna create like some drama it's i'm not <laughs> i'm not telling you know i'm not um what you call it i don't mean what i'm gonna say and then i'd be like oh adam mess on social media uh, at Adam sucks at flying or whatever. And then all of a sudden now, like when Adam and Jeff or whatever show up to a competition, it's like, Oh, let's see. Uh, let's see who's ready to uh, throw it down. Um, <laughs> because that's how it was with like Goody and Rob at nationals. Like everybody had their eyes on Goody and Rob and like they got along. I'm not saying that they were, I get, but like you, you knew both of them were capable of winning and both of them wanted to win and it was fun to watch. And it's just, you don't experience that a lot in a uh, competition. Yeah. yeah, and you, you got to be in, and you know, like we know these people and and their personalities and and their past because right. we love the sport. But to and I think other people could could you know learn to love it. It's just not it's not out there and it's not accessible. Do you yeah, think the Red Bull grabbed it's... the spectator element though? Like, because I feel like it did. Like, no, you don't. Oh, so it didn't. Watch. Ask anybody in the crowd at Red Bull Air Race, and they're like, "Why? Why? Why is this air show? Why are they all doing the same thing?" Okay. Yeah. So what what drew them there? Like what brought them into the stands to then still be confused? Was it just Good something question. to do? But but it wasn't. Well, it's, I mean, it's a an airplane that, and people love airplanes. There's a, and watch. it had air shows in between, which annoyed some people because Red Bull. The whole thing was this isn't air show; it's an air race. 
yeah. and then there'd be a break in action and you'd see some local hero doing aerobatics, you know, it'd be an air show. Yeah. So, right. Well, and here's the problem is like you mentioned Robin Goody, Jeff, uh, like as a super fan, you care, you know, I wonder if, you know, Bob and Judy dipshit fucking who doesn't care about aviation at all. Like, would they care? Would that draw them in? You know, we care like, and I guess maybe that's the problem with with Red Bull. Like I, I'm the person in the stands. Like, dude, I'll never forget. Like anytime somebody finished, um, you know, finish the race. I'm like, Oh, I hope they fucking tumble or I hope they do this. And I can't wait to see the next, you know what I mean? Like, whereas like somebody else yeah. is just like, I want another margarita. I don't, what the, why the fuck am I here? You know, like, can yeah, you break that barrier of super fan. You know, I think Sammy, Sammy's right with the social media because look at aerobatic, the Facebook aerobatic pilots page. And like, Anytime there's a little bit of drama, so like you know, with Cor- that guy Corey who's got that 330 SC. Anytime uh, that guy posts, don't say that I guy fucking... Corey who has that 330. <laughs> like he, like you don't know who he is. Yeah, it's some guy, you know. No big. You know that guy? It's Corey. 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 But like, yeah, like you know, anytime he posts, it gets so much action. Like whether you want to like it or not, it's it's fucking getting so much more action than anything. IAC or anything anybody's done. In fact, I yeah. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> like he posted something, and I think you know, um, a person that his name rhymes uh, rhymes with Bammy Sason uh, responded to him and was like, "Hey, dude, like you uh, you might want to like you know, I'm just saying like you know, maybe do this a little bit or higher, you know, be safer." And the guy's like, "No, nope." <laughs> I'm an ATP right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> but yeah. it was fun to like, it was fun to, I thought, and like, I've kind of loosened up. I was always afraid to post, but then I posted that cow with the big balls. <laughs> and um, and that got like one of the most likes. It got like 100 likes, which is not big, funny, obviously. Man. No, but it's like, you know, th- this is the future. Like, people like Sammy interacting with people like Corey, people like me. And Cor- the fact that Corey puts himself out there, like, Dude, no, nobody is putting themselves out there like Corey. Like, yeah. granted, he, he's had some, you know, there's been some ebb and flow on on what he's been doing um, that I haven't liked, and I think a lot of people haven't liked. But like, hey, you know what? He well, that was. Did you see today thing? that that guy? Um, I always forget. It's it's Marco, right? I'm not making that up. By, by the way, the guy with the laser, he's really oh, cool, dude. Yeah, from yeah, North Carolina. yeah, Marco Bow. He put. Yeah, yeah, he posted that video of like that was how hilarious. you. Exp- I was, dude. I'm like fucking bravo. I think I love him, dude. And that guy, he's a, he's super juice. He's a super fan. He's I I love watching super, him in the cockpit when he's flying. He looks like, dude. If I could be that happy for five minutes of my life, I would take it. <laughs> I think you know, like I I did watch his videos. And I'm like, I should take, I should take notes on like like enjoy this shit more. Like I do. I kind of like, I'm not practicing to compete or do air shows or anything. Like it's not a job, but I still go up yeah. and I'm like, I I kind of do feel like I'm like. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm just like not enjoying what I'm doing. I really shouldn't. I should be pinching myself yeah. already. He's like, like Marco. He really Marco's like the Truman. It. He's like the Truman Show. Like, like wakes up and like, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy. It's almost like an. It almost makes me so angry that somebody could be that happy. <laughs> like, I love it, man. I I, I know, I, and he's such a cool it. guy. Yeah, I yeah. think pe- people putting themselves out there, like I. You know, we talked about this last podcast. Like, all I all I do, all I want to do is see content. Like, I love watching people fly. Like, whether it's 
you know, I'm not saying good or bad, but like whether people make mistakes or not, or it's perfect or not is irrelevant. Like just, I love watching people fly. I, I really do. Yeah, and yeah. I think, you know, uh, the interactions of, of having the Sammy Masons interacting with Corey or interacting with anybody like, <clears throat> like that bridge that never happened before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's going to be the key to like getting more people involved, getting people to progress because yeah, like the, the typical, the lack of social media in general, I, I, I got to agree with, with Sammy. Um, you know, it's, it's lacking. It is, it's lacking. We're, we're kind of a step behind in a lot of ways in that regard. I would nominate you, Mark, to take over the, the, uh, mm. social media. Oh You're God, good at no, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I just try to share shit to the group and post shit. Like that's where I just like when I, if I see something, this is the thing. That's why the podcast is called fly cool shit. If I see something cool, I just, I'm like, I go, I want to share it. Cause like, that's all I want to see. I, all I want to do is I just want to see cool stuff. All I want to get all agree, you know? Yeah. Um, we all want to see who's coming up or who's progressing or who's having fun or who has a question. Like, I, I don't know. I love that kind of stuff, man. So, so yeah. speaking of progress, is there anybody, uh, that you're training Sammy or anybody who, who you think is going to be in like two years, who's going to be like, Oh shit. This guy's fucking killing it. Uh, you know, there's actually like quite a few up and coming younger guys. It, it seems like, which has been nice. good. Uh, yeah, uh, guy who called me years ago as a student pilot, and I kind of wrote him off because he was, uh, you know, just like, ah, I really want to be an airbag pilot, and I'm a student pilot, and I'm flying a 150 right now, or maybe as a champ, I'm, something like that. And what do I need to do? And blah blah blah. And it's Nicholas Kane, and the guy is killing it now, and, and built Dude. an S one S, and he's he's doing that's awesome. freaking awesome. So that's really yeah. cool. Big shout out to him. He's the guy Nicholas who had the Kane. wolf. He's got the wolf pits, the pro, the three sixty. No, he's flown no. it. Uh, in fact, he was looking oh. after it, and I, I actually got to fly it last time I was in Florida on a work trip. Um, but he flew. He he rebuilt a, an S one, two of them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, two. As, anyway, yeah, he's he's doing really good. Uh, His S one is beautiful, and he flies really, really nice. It's absolutely. really fun to watch him fly. Yeah, he's got a nice aggressive style. Now the guys, you, um, did you did you so were you did you are you were you influential in his flying? I mean, obviously from an inspirational standpoint, I'm sure, but like, did you actually go and coach him or, or like instruct him? Uh, no, I mean, he, I've only met the guy a handful of times. We talk all the time on on social media. Um, That's but, cool. But no, I mean, he sent me videos, and I'll give him some critiques here and there, but uh, not really. He's just, he's really come up on his own over the past few years, and another guy to look out for is Alex Huey. You guys yep. following him, but he's... We talked about him last podcast. I freaking love watching Alex fly. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to rip, I think he's going to rip the wings off that laser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> flies really aggressive. The, the most impressive thing is he does it all left-handed, too. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's, so just a, actually, that's just a joke because he's left-handed but, but you know, so okay here's the, the plot thickens so am i and i don't fly with my left hand that's well i mean he's flying both-handed most of the time but everyone's most of the time. Him, like I, I saw him yeah. i saw one of the videos he posted i saw him uh grabbing something with the right hand i was like oh shit he moved the throttle with the right hand like he 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 did it like because he had a bunch of work done to his airplane his airplane was down for a while uh mm -hmm. lost the canopy and shit like that but um, there was one where he was he was kind of grabbing something on the right side, and I was like, "Oh shit! I think he moved the throttle to the right hand." He, he didn't, but I was like, "Wow, he really did." He he went for it, man. He fucking converted his airplane. 
<laughs> That'd be hilarious. That's freaking badass. Yeah. He's, he's, you a, wear, he's a phenomenal stick. You wear a helmet, right, Sammy, when you fly Acro? Uh, not really. So I, oh. I had to, I had to for Red Bull. Um, and actually, Ben Freelove gave me his old, uh, what's that French helmet that everybody's wearing? They were Galet. wearing. Yeah, he gave me his, he gave me his old MSA Galay. I love how quick Mark was to answer because yeah. he's like obsessed with helmets. Go, he's Galet, such Galet, a helmet guy. Galay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I co- either commented or Sammy and I talked about this. When we started, I was like, oh, shit, you get a MSA Galay, dude? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Ben actually gave, gave me his old one, and uh, Ben modified it. He took the visor out because he thought it was too heavy. It was like in the early Red Bull. Uh, well, I mean, shit, I only raced three races. But my first race, uh, I didn't have a visor, and I was wearing sunglasses. And I actually got some, I got some heat from the Red Bull people because they're supposed to wear it in case we had a bird strike and blah, blah, blah. But okay. Ben had Ben had his helmet all customized. I still have it, and then um, I got sponsored by Lyft for the next race, and yeah. uh, super happy with my Lyft my Lyft helmet. So that far. custom job I, is yeah. sick. Yeah, the the paint's awesome on it. I wish the visor was a little better, just how how it's been held on. Yeah, that's the number one complaint Uh-oh. of that helmet. That was my initial. I don't, I I'm, I don't know if you've seen mine or not. I've modified all mine to take an HGU visor. Oh, like, that's sweet. Um, because that visor, yeah. It's the it's the number one complaint of lift helmets for sure. Yeah, but I just but you don't. I, you I don't wish really I had comms. Uh, I do. I mean, it, I, in my pits, I prefer honestly just to wear just wear clarity most of the time. And when I when I do wear the lift helmet, it's I have a clarity under it. Oh, you didn't you didn't put comms in it? Well, yeah. I mean, I I I was expecting it to come with comms honestly, and I got it. I'm like, oh, it's just a helmet. <laughs> what am I gonna yeah. do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wore the lift once with, with the clarity Ruh-roh. underneath. It's not, it's not comfortable with the clarity underneath. Or it just yeah. doesn't feel right. Lift, if you're listening, maybe uh, put some comms and send me another one. But, I'll talk to uh, I'll, I'll talk to Todd. We'll, we'll get this happening. But uh, but yeah, so not really a big helmet guy. Yeah. I like the helmets because the visor. Like I don't like wearing sunglasses because they always so for me they flop off. So with the visor, it really helps with the sun. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody it, loves wearing a helmet in ninety degree weather. The sun being down on it's you. It's a lot quieter too. I will give it that. That's yeah. the reason I like it. The midwing is like I, it was a shock to fly the midwing and find it like so much louder than even the the, the three hundred L. Like it's the Skydynamics six to one doesn't help, but like it's just a louder airplane. And the helmet with CEPs really helps. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, cool. I have a bonehead, no, if anybody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody I really cares. want to try the bonehead. It, look, it looks pretty slick. I've, I've seen a few guys wearing them. Yeah, it's the best helmet on the market. Hmm. Hello? Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Do we yeah, lose him again? He'll come back. He always comes He'll back. Come back. I'm here. Oh, he's there. Uh, um... I, yeah, the bonehead's, so the, the bonehead's the best, better than Lyft and whatever else Mark has. <laughs> I'd love to try it. I had one. Uh, it, you know, if you're, if you, it just didn't fit. It, it, I had pressure points. Like there was a pressure point on my forehead from the bonehead. It doesn't have a lot of padding, whereas like the Lyft has a lot of padding. And, and you're probably like, well, it's not, not enough padding with the clarity because like I can feel the clarity and it's not that comfortable. But, um, with comms, it's a really comfortable helmet. The bonehead is really good if you have clearance issues because it's a really thin profile helmet. 
and it's a really light helmet too. Uh, I never weighed my, I had, my, I had a pilot X when I had my lift. I just never weighed them. Um, Bonehead makes good helmets though, dude. Like, uh, they're out of California. They're handmade, you know, yeah. Paris, California. Shout out. <laughs> I used to wear a, a bonehead helmet just when I was wanting to put uh, POV videos on his, my buddy had an old hangar door. Sorry. My buddy had a, uh, an old bonehead helmet that he would, he gave me an old skydiving helmet and I just smashed it over my clarities and slapped a GoPro on the side. Nice. What kind of, uh, like a session? Uh, yeah, sorry. That was like a hero three or whatever it was, but yeah, now it's a session. <laughs> yeah. Mark's a uh, GoPro freak. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I do like, uh, yeah, you get some I nice actually, images. Do you agree? You see any of, uh, Mark's images, Sammy, that he posts? Yeah. Fucking Hold on, badass. let me take my belt off. <laughs> um, There's gonna be some heavy breathing going on heavy, right now. Heavy, <laughs> insert heavy breathing. I actually just I, I ended up selling my session, and then I just bought another one because I do want to start doing helmet cam filming and, and kind of going down the critique route, especially if I'm gonna start competing in 2021. So hopefully, you know. No, you should bring your uh, airplane to uh, Santa Paula. That's same and jump in with you and show you the ropes. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. It'd be embarrassing. He'd be like, dude, how do you fly a fucking airplane? If you do how that, you got to video it so everybody can make fun of you. <laughs> I would do it. Let's let everybody <sighs> make fun of me. <laughs> It'd be embarrassing. He's like, can you do a steep turn, dude? Why the fuck are we, why are we practicing acro? You can't even do a steep turn. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. Too yeah. freaking funny. Sammy, but, um, we were, we were just talking about how, um, how I'm, we should get you, uh, we should we should fly together. I'll fly down to Santa Paula, and then you can just teach me basic private pilot maneuvers. We'll start with we'll start with the steep turn and turns around. He doesn't point. care. He doesn't care about you, Mark. He doesn't care what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is that your kids in the background or mine? Are you? Uh, might be mine. Yeah. <laughs> Noisy little. Those shit. are the equivalent. Those yeah, those are equivalent to Edge Five Forties. Those are, you have no, two Edge Five Forties running around in your house. Sammy, I want you to take a good hard listen to what you're what you're experiencing right now, and that is the uh, two Edge Five Forties uh, going to whack and back. Yeah, pretty much. I'll turn this goddamn bus around. <laughs> <laughs> Say another word. Hey, Sammy. So I think we're we're getting close to the end, but is there anything like with some of these new aerobatic pilots that <laughs> you would recommend to to not do or like what if they're getting started like what would you practice with them or what would you say to that they need to practice like what's common errors that you're seeing uh oh we lost them again sorry oh, for God, the technical was, difficulties guys that was the most important question I was waiting all night for that one <laughs> I'm, I'm super, super curious to see what he says. We'll get it. As soon as he logs back on, we'll, uh, yeah, you should bring one of your kids in here and let him talk to an edge 540 and let him make that decision. <laughs> Let me see. Let's see what you, I'm going to have my daughter talk and then you could just pick one. Pick, pick one. Just pick, just five pick which one. Yeah. Just pick which one you want. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I mean, I guess you gotta like, as like a dad or a family, you gotta preface everything with like, Oh, you know, I love my family. I love my kids. Um, okay. I'm just kidding, but uh, just kidding. But like, yeah. if uh, <laughs> I 
can't even say it. You're in trouble like two years. Ago. I'll be at like my divorce 15 years ago, and then all of a sudden we'll hear this recording like from this episode. They'll and play this just at lose. the deposition. Yeah, and I'll be like, you see? win. Yeah, <laughs> you win. See, he did hate the kids. Game over. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. With my luck, know. like if with my luck with that, like I would get. You know, whatever with the kids, who cares about kids, right? But my airplane, I would get like half custody. I'd be able to only see my airplane on the weekends. That's how like bad. Yeah, that's how the lawyers are in New York. They'd be like, all right, you have visitation with your SC on the weekends at 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) He's back. I'm back. So we were just talking about who you hate the most. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. (laughs) I'm back. No, like what? (laughs) And he's gone. No, like, what should they train? What should they do? Give them the full question again. I, I think. Or do, do you need the full question again? No, I, I heard it, and then right when I was talking, I looked down, and it was it was gone. Um, I think what you guys should definitely focus on is, is fundamentals. I think that's lost. I think everybody's trying to focus on uh, role placement and box positioning and blah, 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 and they're just they're missing just 45 verticals. I feel like a lot of the new pilots coming into this thing have like they don't want to take the time to develop like a feel for their airplane and it's just you know a lot of the new, it's very mechanical so like they I feel like a lot of guys I see get started in sportsmen and they do well because you can get away with it a little bit you know and I'm talking like in moderately like moderate airplanes where it's it's not like some stupid amount of performance where you got to so when you get to like intermediate, they do a little bit less, but they still do good. And then all of a sudden, they jump to advance, and it's like you gotta kind of conserve energy and and fly the wing a little bit, and it it gets all fucked up. Do you do you think so? That goes back to fundamentals, I guess. I guess yeah, people just need to basically spend more time, you know, pulling, you know, working on how to pull efficiently and you know, roll coordinated or you know, basic stuff, right? Absolutely, and then also landings. There's, a, there's, there's always, there's always that one guy at every contest, like, oh, you know, my freaking shoe got stuck, and oh, my freaking brake locked up, and whatever, you know. It's like, no, you just suck, you know. Like, yeah. work on, <laughs> work go on home, this, work, go practice, <laughs> work. Just go do some touch and goes and like learn how to land your airplane, and and not go out and beat yourself up for 15 minutes, and then come back half sick. Him with the wobblies and try to land yeah, yeah, airplane, yeah. you know, like it's scary sometimes. It's like, oh, dude, fucking scaring the shit out of me. Do you find My that like, always... people can really like go like wobble the shit out of themselves? Like, like that that's a common thing where like you get you get you you know you take the aerobatic hat off and you put the landing hat on and like they just can't they can't they can't do it. <laughs> oh, did we lose him again? <laughs> I'm gonna pretend to be Sammy. Yeah, so basically, Mark, you suck. And uh, <laughs> my heart, my no, it's heart. my heart. Now you know what's scary. The only scary things I've seen at contests, and it's never gotten scary, but it's there's always like once in a while there's always that person, and thank God they never do it. But like they'll there'll be some type of vertical figure and cap off. And then they'll be cruising along upright or inverted level. And then there's like a split S and like, you know, they're too low and you're just like basically talking to the guy from the ground and you know, he can't hear you. And you're like, please God, don't, don't just, do just, just break, just break. Wag please out. don't pull wag out. You ever see that Sammy at a contest when, did you hear what I was saying? 
I'm just I just got back for part of that, yeah. Yeah, like you know, they cap off and they're they're low, and then they got like a split S, and they're they're obviously way too low, and you're like, just please God, break, don't pull, don't pull. There's been a few times where yeah, that's happened. And you're like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I've seen a contest where it was like it was like a uh, P loop from level, so it was like a half roll, and then pull the vertical up, and then one guy did the half roll. He started pulling. Um, no, I'm sorry. It was like, no, it was a one and a half inverted spin and then like the P loop figure then pull around to inverted level. And then as he came across, so he pulled, went across the bottom, got to level, kept pulling. And then all of a sudden the plane just like was just going at a 30 degree angle up and he blacked out, um, which is kind of fun. And it's, you know, it's scary if you're not ready for like long pulls, you kind of see some crazy shit. That's scary. Is that kind of yeah. why, like, you don't really see split S's in competition very often, do you? Um, well, I'd, I'd say you see them pretty, pretty regularly. Uh, yeah, okay. in, in advance. Intermediate, not, um, maybe, it, well, like you do, but. Like or something, or in a free? You put it in the free? Yeah, yeah. It's just wonky. Sometimes if the placement of it and the sequence is wrong, it's, um, it can be a little screwy if you're not set up. Like, if it's late in the sequence and you're, you're not conserving energy and you're low, you kind of. Yeah, you end up being low. Yeah, but I don't know. It's all good. Makes sense. It's all freaking good. Yeah, dude. Hey, man. Yeah. I hope we're not losing Sammy again. <laughs> I think we're losing him again. Are we losing Sammy again? There's an unknown. Oh, no. I think. We're losing Elevator. solid Sammy Gold. This is the the trials and tribulations of doing a podcast over three different internet connections. Yeah. But no, I think when we get Philip on with the game bird, I, you know, maybe we have to start another online petition and we got to put him. It's going to be the worst because like I'm finally going to get to unlimited. I'm going to be all pumped, training hard. And then this fucking guy is going to show up in a sponsored game burn and just fucking whoop my ass. Sammy is going to whoop your monkey ass all up and down the floor. Like he's going to show up just cold and just be like, I'm already, I'm already going to lose sleep over this. (laughs) I'm, I'm already losing sleep. I just can't even deal with it anymore. I know. It sounds stressful. It's, it's extremely stressful. We were just talking about how you're a game bird sponsorship, which just talk like you have it. You know, if you believe it, it'll be, it just ends up becoming true, right? Isn't that what they say? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. But no, and I think Sammy fits the game bird. You know, I don't know if he can hear me or not, but like, you know, I think he would represent that airplane. I mean, nothing's perfect, but like, I think he'd be, I think he's oh one of the gosh. top candidates to do it. I mean, I'd want, you can't say that if he didn't fly that airplane, that it wouldn't appeal more to, to, to a certain demographic, right? A hundred percent. Especially if like he commits to like, you know, an air show season. Or, you know, like yeah. a certain amount of air shows per year and then some competition, like it'd be, it'd be amazing. It'd yeah. Be amazing. Oh, dude. We're, that's going to be like the whole podcast with Philip. Oh, my God. Your kids are crying. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Would you feed them for God's sakes? <laughs> no. They haven't been good today. I only feed them when they're good. Yeah. They're never good. <laughs> no. Never. It's like that Sarah McLaughlin commercial. <laughs> no, that's the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> In the arms of an angel. Oh man, I got a lot of good feedback from the last podcast, but it had nothing to do with aviation. It was strictly about the dad talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was about the Peyton Manning dad dog. That's all the feedback I got. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Hey, you know, wherever we appeal, we appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy, we have you back? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> let's um let's wrap we'll wrap this up before we lose connection again. Um, is there anything anything you want to plug or say or do or talk about before we wrap up here, dude? Yeah, you know, honestly, I think we've covered everything. Awesome. So you're coming. So everybody knows you're coming back. So everybody get ready. It's going to happen. I'm extremely excited because I'm on the East Coast and you're on the West Coast. So that's that's perfect for me. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it might might be a year or two, but yeah, definitely. I'll be back. Awesome. Awesome. And um, yeah, Philip Steinbeck, we're getting he's coming on the show. It's a definite. um, We'll talk to him and we'll we'll threaten uh, him. I don't care. No. Yeah. Kick his fucking kneecaps out. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, roll up with a with a bat. Yeah. As long as it comes with a single place canopy, that's that's a must. Okay, we'll work that out. We're gonna be your, like, contract. Your li- li- like we're gonna be like your negotiators. Yeah. Hey, I think I'm gonna open up this. Sh- we'll open up the show with Philip, and he'll be like, "Hey guys, thanks for having me on." We'll be like, "No, thank you." You know, congratulations on the sponsorship with Sammy Mason. We're really excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what? We'll be like, yeah, Sammy's getting a new game bird. I think that's the best thing that you could do. And um, we're really, really excited love it. that you decided to uh, partner with yeah. Sammy on a game. Bird. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, do it. Oh my god. Well, sweet Sammy. I'm gonna start like photoshopping it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's <laughs> throw a big shade and eyewear on the uh, on the wing. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, cool man. Sammy's- not anymore. Oh, no more? Ooh. <laughs> Did I just count one for <laughs> We were about to leave on such a high note, you just fucking blew it. I just pile-drived it into the fucking ground. That's now, like basically saying, like, hey, Sammy, you were flying the Oracle Challenger. Why aren't you flying it anymore? <laughs> God damn it, Mark. <laughs> Shay and I left on, on good terms. We're all good, but just, yeah, it's no longer a, a partner. But if anybody wants 40% off Shade and I wear, I got a ton of coupons left. There we go. Oh, sweet. Hit me up. What's the deal with these pit vipers? I want a pair of those. I can see those a lot. I want to be I cool. I want to be street cool. I think street Elaine cool. is just the, the pit viper guy. Yeah, I think he's the only guy who could pull it off, though. He looks good in it. I think I would list. I would look like a... I would look like a fat, out of shape Randy Savage from the WWF if I wore those things. <laughs> In that case, it might work. You might have just sold me on you buying them. Yeah, I don't know I'm what my obsession it. is with the W. I don't even watch WWF, but for some reason, I'm just obsessed with like, you know, relating it to aerobatics. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you got a thing. There's definitely a thing there. Have you seen the video yeah. of a, a lane going zero G with a pizza slice that goes in his mouth? <laughs> no. No way, really. It's so epic. <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> oh my god that's freaking cool he's such a funny dude he's he cool. is funny man he's cool pit Vi- like he is pit viper yeah that should be his fucking yeah. call sign let's just change it i mean rob holland's new name is bobby we did that that's gonna start taking effect bobby holly <laughs> bobby holly that's it well sweet yeah um sammy thank you so much for coming on dude yeah, dude, thanks it's, for coming on, man. It's been super fun. We appreciate you just it. saying that? You say that to all the girls. No, no. <laughs> you say that to it's all the podcasts. It's been great. 
Oh, well, we'd man. love to have you come on uh, if if we get any if you ever get any big updates as to like you know what's going on with air racing or air shows competition and you want to like get it out there, let us know, man. We or if there's somebody at time. Santa Paula that you want that you think would be cool for the show, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I actually I just wandered over to Jessica's hangar and walked in. There's a crowd of people here, socially distanced, of course, wearing of masks. Course. Masks. <laughs> Can we get? <laughs> Cause can you just have one of the girls just say hello to everybody? Cause maybe that'll attract some more, some more downloads. Never had a female voice <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, hold on. Hey Jess, here talk to these these nice folks. What am I doing? That's hello. Your ear. Hello, that Jess. Hey, ear, Sammy. Sammy, hey Jess. Hi, I'm Jess. I'm now wearing Sammy's uh, earwax. I guess. Gross. Were you the one that was creating all that noise before? Uh, this afternoon. Yeah, we, well, we, uh, I just want to let you it's know. It's 9.30 that... where I am right now. <laughs> oh, okay, then no. <laughs> we, we, we have, we have, uh, called in a noise complaint. Your airplane was way too loud and we don't appreciate it. Oh, you agree with my neighbor then, don't you? Oh yes. God, you guys have actual neighbors that do that shit? I have a neighbor on the airport that's complained about the noise of my aircraft. What's the first name? It's, it's gotta be like Karen. Yeah. Name drop. Uh, you know, no, no, it's okay. We're friends now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool well you're uh unless if I sammy guess hadn't I'll go told sit you on the sofa now if, uh, if sorry yeah i'm gonna go i'm sitting at my bar and i'm gonna go sit on the sofa now oh nice gosh Hi, my I'm life Jess. is just so boring my life is so fucking boring <laughs> in a matter of five seconds i just went to like oh cool we're like hanging out talking and then like i'm at home and like there's this girl's like a bar and a cat and a whole party going on on a fucking tuesday night this is yeah my no, life i get to hang up i get to hang up and like go deal with kids I have to go give kids a bath. You don't have to give them attention. You can actually, I mean. I'm pretty sure if I don't bathe them, like, within a certain amount of time, like, it's been, like, a week, I should probably bathe them. Do you give your kids Benadryl, too? I do that. You know, if I'm getting, like, come on, like, you guys are too much, I'll give them, like, a little bit of orange juice and some Benadryl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want them them subdued at all times. Yeah. (laughs) Jess, so you're on, you're on, so this is Mark Pollard and Jeffrey Petroselli. You're on the flight. The Fly Cool Shit podcast, by the way. Nice to meet you. Nice so, to meet you. Huge fan. How about we uh, we got to get you on because you fly cool shit, right? Like real quick, like what's some of the things you've flown? Uh, I just got out of a 180. Um, nice. You have an S1. I have the S1S. Uh, she's currently oh, cool. working and getting some work done. I have a 140. And I'm really lucky to know people to let me fly this stuff. It's awesome. Uh, all right. We got to set this up. Yeah, you gotta yeah. set this. Jess, up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'll reach out to you on Instagram, and uh, we'll set up a, uh, if you'd be willing to come on the podcast and and yeah. shoot the shit. I'm down. Um, as long as it's, it's just, I'm down to talk about airplanes all day long. Awesome. We can do that. Oh we can my pull that god. Off. We can pull that off. Sweet. And when I say when I say bar, I've got a bar in the corner of my hangar. That's it's 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 nothing fancy. Don't doubt. Don't no 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 no. That's don't more of a, that, that. Yeah, that's no. more of a bar in the corner of a hangar than I have. <laughs> yeah, my bar consists of a Keurig. And like juice packets. That's my fucking bar. Well, currently I have God. a bar without alcohol because I'm out of beer, but you know. That sounds like a real Doesn't problem. Matter. Yeah. I think there might be like a bushel of bananas there too, something like that. <laughs> well, thanks for well, saying thanks, hi, Jeff. Jess. Yes. Yeah, hi, Sammy. I can't believe I'm wearing your ear, your ear AirPods or whatever. This is kind of gross. gross. Yeah, it's gross. Mark, I love Mark. Mark would be like, I, that's gross. Can I have them? Can you send them to me so I can wear them? Can you put them in a little box? Yeah, don't them? wash them. You'd, you'd, you'd don't wash them. them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
yeah, um, shoot me a message, and if you guys want Sammy back, we can swap uh, earwax again. Sure. No, fuck yeah, him. We'll, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has totally changed. We're starting over. Yeah. No, um, I'll reach out to you, and then, um, yeah, we'll get you on the podcast uh, to, to shoot the shit with us. We'd love to have you on. Sounds good. Nice well, meeting Thanks you for saying hi, Jess. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks. I kind of got... I, and you guys seem very nice, but I did get a, a headphone shoved in my ear and I was told to talk by Sammy. So we're not that nice. I was not, I was not warned. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you have every right to be kind of wary and yeah. You have every well, right. You, uh, you guys seem all right. I'm going to pass Sammy back over and I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jess. We'll talk soon. Here's Sammy. Please don't tell me you have any ear infections. <laughs> <laughs> he has ear COVID. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm back all, all right, right man. samuel um it's been a real pleasure dude thanks for posting all your videos by the way on uh everything i think everybody appreciates it and uh i don't know i'm looking forward to to more shit getting posted and i'm looking forward to you coming back dude really uh really cool stuff yeah thanks guys thanks for having me it's been fun uh shooting the shit with you guys go have fun go drink some beer and uh, go party the santa paula way and uh uh we'll talk soon brother Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. All right, peace. See you guys. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 